0: Welcome to an episode. An episode. Welcome to another episode. I'm going to swear that again. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is a special episode of Potter watch girls (laughs) the Swifties this is an episode of the Swifties Swift Swift okay so if you haven't listened to folklore yet what are you doing
1: um you can listen to each song before we discuss um
0: right we're gonna go in album order but let's just like really tell them what we're gonna do
1: well, I'll just preface this, and I'll let you explain it, but Alex was texting me and um, was talking about folklore, which I had also privately been listening to. Not privately, but separately. I did
0: not, when I texted her, I didn't know that she had also been listening to it nonstop, like I had been.
1: Yes, and I'm not um, a typical T. Swift fan.
0: Me either. This is her only album that I've listened to beginning to end like this yeah
1: um so she's like uh yeah but I'm like thinking about all of them as like Harry Potter shifts I was like oh that's so interesting you should talk about your journey on the podcast and then you can take it from there Alex how we just spiraled
0: yeah so Molly was like you should talk about that on the podcast and I was already thinking I should do like a YouTube video about this because when I say I'd been thinking about it, like it had been consuming my every waking thought. Like I was listening to this when I woke up in the morning before I went to bed on my drive to work, on my drive back from work, I just kept playing the album and I kept analyzing these lyrics and I kept just seeing Harry Potter, like almost like scenes. So when we go through each song, I'm going to say a lot of let's set the scene because I guess in my head, I was writing little mini fan fictions about each one of these songs and a lot. And so when Molly says you should talk about on the podcast, I'm like, yes, I have been literally dying to share these ideas because they've just been stuck in my head. So then we start texting back and forth, which is always a good sign because we're both inspired but always a bad sign, sign, aggressively texting. I'm doing so many typos, I'm typing so fast because we have similar ideas. And then we were like, so we just need to make this its own episode. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to go through each song in the album in chronological order. And we each have pre-thought about which character or ship um, um, that's going to be. We tried not to repeat. And when I say I tried not to repeat, I... Tried not to repeat character point of views within one ship. I have done it, I think, in one instance. But say I do have like some songs that I'm like, this is Dr- Harry's point of view in a Jenny Harry relationship, or this is Harry's point of view in a Draco Harry's re- relationship, and vice versa, and different things. Um, I have a lot of Wolfstar, okay. I also a, have a, a couple Angsty. <laughs>
1: I have a couple where it's like, this is this relationship at this point of their relationship. And then this is a sign at a different point in their relationship. Oh my God. Same. I have the same
0: thing. I also have, um, I also have like really weird, bold, wild out there choices like, sometimes, if I didn't, like, there are clearly songs where I'm, like, I don't think this fits, like, the main people. And then I just did a shot in the dark. Like, I wrote a full narrative for a character we may be here one time. Okay, I'm not that bad, but I No, it's really- definitely not one time, but it's, like, a character I don't think if you said, oh, my God, I'm making Harry Potter characters or couples, I don't think you would think of this.
1: I don't have one like that, but I have, like, a very minor ship and it might have been because we're in the sixth book right now so this is why it came to mind no spoilers
0: Ooh. Ooh.
1: yes um, I would just um, to say <clears throat> for my own self I was also doing like some fan fiction some like nor uh like book canon but I don't know the ships as well so I kind of like did my best <laughs> yeah
0: And I, and in defense of my choices, some of these are about, because it was in my head and this started out as something that I was doing privately in my head, some of these when I have to say, let's set the scene, it's because it's about like what my fan in for these relationships are. So it could be a ship and you're like, that's not how I see that relationship at all. And I'm like, well, this is how I have envisioned their journey So you're just going to have to go with me on it, okay? I am with you on this journey. I also have put in the lyrics in my Google Doc, and then I've highlighted some specific examples to then like show what I'm talking about. So that's how I'm going to do that.
1: I also, like, I have the lyrics up behind me, And I put in my notes, a couple of things I wanted to point out. And then some, I was just like, just the shit because I felt so confident about
0: it. And I'll be really interested to hear what you think of those. I'm really excited to hear your thoughts and I don't necessarily feel like we have to do this the way that we do like a sorting episode where we have to like pick the best one because I think it's all about like you know what I'm saying interpretation like I have for some of them I have like this could be this ship or this ship like I have one that I like more but I I just have I just love this thought experiment. Yeah, True. but I'm also like so
1: open to like your interpretation because Same. I was like off-pod. I didn't feel confident in like um, interpreting like music and like lyrics, but
0: um, I'm really excited about it. Me, uh, too. I've been looking forward to this literally since the first text came to my phone. I know I've said literally a lot, okay? Oh. I've had a lot of caffeine today and I'm super hype about this. This is not the end of the conversation,
1: y'all. Please write in your opinions, your disagreements. I did put something on
0: Instagram. No one has responded. <laughs> um, I have one I have one thought from one person about one song in particular Perfect. and that person disagreed with me, and then I listened to the song just to tell you how easily you can be shifted and yeah. I listened to the th- song and I was like oh my god that is perfect so I will tell you both of those like the one I had and the one our friend of the podcast Ben had
1: legally we cannot play the songs unfortunately but you can you know pause and play them for yourself which is right, what honestly, i doing all
0: day <laughs> same like this is a companion thing so I think you should you know we're about to start with the first song which is called the one very fitting Taylor (laughs) and um and so just take this little moment right now pull it up bring up your apple music press the one listen to it embody it and then wash over you let it wash over you. I think it's a great starting song to the album. It makes me want to listen to the rest of the album. I just, I love this
1: song. It's one of my favorites, if not my favorite. And I felt weird saying that it because it's the first song. I was telling the Stugriff, I was like, I feel like it's not cool to love the first song.
0: But I do love it. I do think it sets the tone for the album. It really encompasses a lot of the other songs. And I also think I listen to it and and we'll get more into it, but I think it embodies kind of the best of a person if a lot of these songs, oh, that's another disclaimer I wanted to say. A lot of these songs are about breakups. So I'm sorry if we break up your favorite ship. That's just what the, that's what the lyrics told us to do. Okay. Yeah. But I think. It doesn't mean they can't get back together as right. I know in some of my <laughs> I, for one in particular, I do think in this version of that story, they cannot get back together. However, um, never never. (laughs) get back together. Um, but, um, wrong, 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 wrong wrong album. (laughs) Um, but I do think, so anyway, the, I was saying, (laughs) yeah, let's just get into it. Disclaimer, people cheat. (laughs) things happen it's a breakup album I don't don't necessarily ship all the people I used I just like used
1: relationships that are like either popular in the book all right so the one what do you say you go first
0: (laughs) I'm nervous okay I don't want to like over talk I'm really worried because I'm excited that I'll like talk over you so okay so Alex
1: and I also texted this, um, that we think Ginny is Taylor Swift a little bit. And a lot of songs, I was like, this doesn't have to be about Jenny. It just sounds like Jenny." <laughs> yes. Um, so this first song, though, I do feel like this is one of those, like, it's a during a particular moment for me. This is oh, like okay. Harry, right when they break up and like Ginny's by herself when Harry's like off doing his like seventh book um,
0: Ooh.
1: Um, and it's like her kind of ballad and there's a little bit of hair in there too but
0: oh my goodness well I obviously have the same pairing I think we I think this is such a Jenny song it's so Jenny's perspective I think the reason I think it's a Jenny song is for similar reasons that we've discussed before in The last, actually, the last recording that we did, where I just think Jenny and Harry have actually pretty great communication in a relationship. So I do think when they break up, if they were to break up, I think they would stay friends and I think that they would talk and continue to be around each other, which is what I think embodies this song. Like, I think this song is about, like, yeah, we broke up and I really loved you. Yeah but we're not together anymore. Right. Which is why I liked
1: that we have a natural breakup in the books. Cause I was like, but you were the one
0: and, or back together. <laughs> I honestly love where you have put this. I'm going to like go in there with you because I think the things that I've highlight- I thought about it, like they were adults and they were married and they broke up. But I really like that you've put it here because I think it really fits that place in Jenny's life. Like but you were, we were something, don't you think so? If wishes came true, it would have been you. Like, we just, like, if everything worked wow. out right, we would have just continued to be together. There were also some things that I felt were, like, yikes. Like, very hairy Ginny. Um, uh, or the chosen family. Is that in this one? Yeah. Yes. Um, love that. Um, Rosé flowing with your chosen family. It would have been sweet if it could have been me. I, I definitely think Ginny has resentment about not being in that group with Harry, Ron and Hermione. I think I flipped it. It's
1: the Weasleys are Harry's chosen family.
0: Well, that's what I think. But I think Ginny is singing it would have been nice to be a part of your chosen family. And it's but it's like he chooses the Weasleys, but he doesn't choose her. So it's like a really sad line. But I think
1: Yeah. Oh, I I meant like you could have been with your chosen family because like yeah. But same, similar vibe. Similar vibe. Um, yeah. A little spoiler. I won't say what, but this also pairs for me with a later song. There's a resolution to this. Because this is their breakup and then there's another song later that I'm
0: like, then they got back together at the end of the seventh one. Yes, I know which one you're talking about. I have a different pairing for it, but I'm so excited to see you connect that story. I have a couple that connect. Me too. I have created full narratives here. I don't care if no one listens to this episode. <laughs> it's
1: so much fun. It's for us. It is for we us. We got our own wine, rosé—not really rosé, but whatever. Um, we're we're living our best life.
0: Um, I just really love this line, and this real, this one doesn't go as much if we're putting it in like when they break up. Yeah. But this is like if they had broken up forever. I think this line is really good. Like, I persist and resist the temptation to ask you if one thing had been different, would everything be different today? Oh, and I think. I think just in terms of that story, that narrative um, that we're creating where it's like Harry and Jenny loved each other. They had a great relationship, but something just didn't work. This is especially, I think works if like one or both of them are queer, which I have a lot of queer versions of these (laughs) characters, those two characters in particular, especially in this little sorting uh, thing we're doing with the songs. So I think that, just if one thing were different. So, like, if they both just, like, aren't the right people, but they're, like, you know, I really do just love this person, and I wish that one thing was different, but it's just not.
1: The other thing I also thought, like, I like it when they're older and they've already dated, but, like, you could do it as, like, a pining song, like, before they ever date, like, in the third or fourth one with Jenny. like. Yeah. And that also makes a lot of sense because especially when she decides to move on to like date Michael Corner yeah. and stuff like that. It's like you could have been the one. Um, but I'm like I'm moving on kind of, but I yeah. like it more as like the post breakup and she thinks it's over, even though I think she knows that they're gonna get back together if he lives. <laughs> I like the inter- Yeah, but I
0: think that adds that extra la- that extra layer of like she doesn't know if he's gonna survive this. And it's likely that he won't. He almost doesn't. So I think it where you've put it is really is really good. It makes me sad, but it also shows the strength of Ginny. And that's why I like choosing this song for Ginny, because it's just so evolved. It's such an evolved way to look at the whole situation.
1: I didn't have any alternates for this. Some of the other songs I have like other options
0: that I was thinking about, but for this one, this is the only. This one, it's a, gen, it's a, not a Gen Z. (laughs) Uh, uh, A a Gary. (laughs) Um, Okay.
1: So are we ready to, everyone listen to Cardigan. This is probably like one of the bigger songs. All these yeah. celebrities got a fucking cardigan. I'm like, T, can you send us
0: some? <laughs> yeah, I want a Cardi. Um, but yeah, so Cardigan is the one with the music video. I suggest you watch the music video if you're going to listen to it just because it's fun and because it's free. Um, See, I think I
1: saw a little bit of it on Spotify, but I didn't like watch the music video. Okay. Yeah. But you Okay, so you set the scene. You, you go first this time.
0: All right, so this is my one that has a connect that has like a full arc to it. I have
1: to be honest. I'll just say this real quick, sorry. I had a hard time with this one, actually.
0: Um, So I'm interested to hear what you said. Okay, so cardigan, just to set the scene, this one has a pairing song, like within the album, like in the album, it pairs with another song. And in my sorting of this, it also pair the same pairing is here, but from a- the opposite perspective. So I think this is Linny, Luna and Jenny from um, Luna's perspective. So let me set the scene for you. Yeah. In my head, Luna and Jenny get together that year that Harry is gone, like by accident, when they're like fighting in the war, that's when they fall for each other. And they have this like great moment. But then when Harry comes back, Jenny chooses Harry. So that's how I think the Lenny arc starts. So this cardigan song, which is about feeling so the whole cardigan metaphor is that the person singing feels like a cardigan left under someone's bed and that they've been used and that then they're thrown away. Like they're not necessary anymore. Like at one point I felt like I was your favorite and now I'm like old to you and you'll forget about me. You know, like it has a very toy story vibe,
1: like a toy story too. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. I'm with you 1000%.
0: So a couple lines of, um that I've highlighted. Um the, the main line, when you are young, they assume you know nothing is a line that is repeated a lot. And I feel that's a lot like Luna, just like in general, everyone thinks she's crazy. No one's really listening to her and the things that she says. And then, but except for Jenny, who really sees her and listens to her. And so, and then when I felt like I was an old cardigan under someone's bed, you put me on and said I was your favorite. So we all know that like Jenny and Luna have some way of understanding each other and that Jenny like really takes Luna under her wing in a way and becomes that like special place where Luna gets to be herself without judgment. And so then there are parts of the songs that are really like young and sweet. And it feels very like the way Jen's, Ginny and Luna are written in fanfiction, which is very like sapphic and lovely, and like they're best friends. So like playing hide and seek, ha- playing playing hide and seek, giving up your weekends. I knew you, your heartbeat on high line once in twenty lifetimes. So they're fighting a war together. I just think it's a really sweet way to look at them. Um, you do um, more war stuff. You drew stars around my scars, but now I'm bleeding. So I just think it's very. If they had this moment together in that like high intensity situation where they're fighting the Karos and they're fighting this war at the end of the um, they're preparing to start the main war and they fell for each other. And then as soon as Harry comes back, Jenny feels like she has to go back to Harry. Um, and then I just love this line, Peter losing Wendy, because I think like rewriting that story, Peter losing Wendy is such a cute little thing because I think in a way, if you're gonna do the Peter Pan, Wendy, Luna, Jenny thing, I do think that Luna is Jenny's Peter Pan. Like, she's opened up Jenny's viewpoint into this, like, wild world that Luna has created of Neverland and all of these magical creatures that maybe aren't there. And that's all I have to say about. Oh, yes, that's what
1: I have to say about that. I love this story you created because I kind of, well, actually, Griffin was helping me with this one because he was like, it's clearly about somebody cheating. And I was like, oh, I guess. Like, I didn't really think about it at first. And it has, like, this kind of, um, like, a little, like, badass, like, start, especially, like, the sequence smile, mm-hmm. black lipstick. Yeah. So I was trying to think of, like, relationships either within the canon or not that have that, like, um, flinginess or, like, that they're mm-hmm. just dating. So it's not necessarily cheating, but it's, like, clearly there's another person. So my first thought, which is maybe more fun, is just Charlie Weasley with anyone. And this is just like, <laughs> this is a side plot of the of the greater album. <laughs> just, Love it. Um, you know, she, whoever uh, Charlie is dating, um, clearly the whole spectrum of the magical world um, is struggling with the fact that they can't. Um, and he's just telling them all that he's their favorite sweater and he means it, but like, he can't be time he can't be tamed, he can't drag. be tamed, <laughs> um, and then I was like, let me think about it more seriously, <laughs> so this one I was thinking mostly canon, because I felt like there was so much to the story that I needed to, like, use something, I, yeah.
0: so
1: I was like, maybe it's, like, Hermione and Crumb, and, like, Crumb is, yeah. like, a superstar Quidditch player, and, like, like, Hermione is, like, comforting to him and stuff, but it, like, clearly doesn't work out, I mean, I think it's more on Hermione's part. Yeah. Like We could think about it like that. Um, and then I did say like, it could be Jenny pining for Harry, but I didn't want to do that again because I just felt like dived into that in the last song. And then I kind of landed at the very end. Um, my I came back to it because I was like, I feel like I'm not hitting it. The idea of the song to the reader, I feel like is actually... Hermione and Ron's relationship like it's our relationship Ooh. to their relationship like they are our cardigan sweater and they finally get together and they finally choose their cardigan sweater and it's like us as the reader like kind of coming back to it over and over again and that's our favorite ship, kind of and I know that's not oh. every
0: but for Alex and I do no. I love them. that I love that that they are our cardigan sweater like and especially for me, because I, like, multi-ship so much, like, that, but, you know, I mean, I tend to really keep Ron and Hermione together. I don't really multi-ship with either of them too often. Right. Just, like, uh, they are my favorite cardigan.
1: Yeah, they really are. I mean, if you want to even go beyond, it's, like, Harry Potter series is, like, our favorite cardigan. I sometimes will go to other books, but I always come back to Harry wow. Potter. Um. So that's I I went on a journey with this song because I just felt like I wasn't connecting with it in the way I wanted to for Harry Potter. And so then I kind of had to look at it more outward. But yeah. I had fun with um a
0: Hermione crumb and a Charlie. <laughs> I love it. I you know what I love? I want it to be Hermione Crumb from Crumb's perspective. Yeah, that's how i I want it to be Crumb, who's like, I feel like an old cardigan under your bed. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Yes, yes. Um, no, I
1: love it. They're playing hide and seek. They're having fun. They're having fun in a library, winky-wink. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah, that that's a good, that's a heavy, or not heavy, it's just like a very...
0: I think it's a very sad song Um, and then like and then I don't see with when it's paired with the other song I don't think it's sad I think it's lovely it creates a full arc when I just listen to cardigan alone I feel so bad for the cardigan I feel terrible I'm like yeah. they're in a That's such so a sad relationship they need to and I've done this before where I've just pined for someone and I just feel like second best all the time and it's sad but like they're telling you to your face that you're there like you you're, you're the best like you make me feel like no one else does
1: but like they are not picking you. I it's, also thought about Toy Story when I was listening to it it was like that play like in your head like when yes it's just
0: so sad when they start <laughs> putting around the toys. And it's like when, um, when, uh, when she loved me, that little, like, montage they show when they're, when Jessie's saying what happened with her and her girl. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because uh, the, under the bed is, like, such a visceral image.
0: Yeah. I also think the idea of friend of the podcast, Ben, who also loves this album, said that it took him a little while to like cardigan because he felt like it's a little bit of a out there um, analogy. Like it's like, oh my God, there's this cardigan under someone's bed. Like it's a a, a metaphor that's on the nose. And I was like, okay. But I also thought that was so Luna that she would just think of this like wild analogy and that it would describe her exactly what she was feeling. Yeah.
1: No, I like your interpretation. I like that you have this whole But that's how I but I think it's
0: really random because this is like a narrative of Linny that only I have created. <laughs> like this is not like a everyone agrees that they hooked up during this year. I just think it's like a but actually the, I have read one fic. It's called the Inat in inemat oh my god, I'm having like a thing where I can't pronounce it. Innematic. A- no, ennematic. Okay. Like the head uh, headmistress is what it's called. And it's about them in that year where they fall in love. And then Jenny. it's like a linny fic, but she does choose Harry in the end. And it's devastating, but I think it's so realistic. It's how it's how we feel about, which
1: we just made up about Rod and Luna having a fling before Rod's right <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, are we ready to do the last great American dynasty? Yes, this song makes me feel so good. There
0: goes the last great American dynasty.
1: Did you, I don't know if you read about this. um, Ah. Before we share our thing, there's like its own backstory to this song from, for Taylor. Oh, no, I haven't read about that. Please tell me. It was in, when I was reading the lyrics, it was like in the annotated stuff um, that, Taylor Swift bought a house in Rhode Island, which they mentioned the house in Rhode Island. And it, I think it was owned by, um, this, um, woman, Rebecca, who was a patron of the arts, um, and was, I guess, like a divorcee and all these things. And
0: I Just mean, what, scandalous yeah. Things. And I think
1: like what Taylor was obviously was saying, I don't need to like tell you probably, but. That, like, if a man had been acting like this, it wouldn't have gotten this. She wouldn't have been, like, viewed the same way, that kind of thing. I didn't read that much about it, but I think it is about this house that Taylor did buy. Um, Yeah, I love it.
0: I love the story that is created
1: with this song. And that she's, like, the mad woman, too, in the late song. Like, this, there, there's a direct parallel to that as well. Right. Not necessarily in my version, but, like, definitely... In the yeah
0: it's not the same in my version in this for this either but yeah certainly in the album they're linked which yeah. I just separately from our whole experience this album is so intricate and so good like what so good. was the one that you were saying was linked in the last one was that like explicit
1: or that was like in your um interpretation they were
0: linked no they are linked with Taylor because they mentioned the Carden explicitly. Oh,
1: right, right, right. Yes. I do know what you're or out. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so um, did you want to start with this one? I mean, you can. I have a very clear vision of this. That is, again, this is a... Mine is not like a, the last one where it's like, oh, this is... Ex- nobody else thinks this. It's based on fan fiction. So I... Yeah,
1: mine's short because I didn't really have much for this one. I just thought that, like, I thought of the Malfoys first and foremost as, like, um, the last American dynasty, Um, and then I was kind of thinking about, like, how it does tie in with the mad woman and, like, how this could be, like, a Narcissa or even a Bellatrix, I guess, but I didn't really flesh it out, so I, I was kind of gonna, like, point to you anyway to, like, talk about it.
0: I went along very similar lines. So I said that this was pansy. So, um, but very fan fiction pansy, which is still like living her Slytherin best life, but like she's a better person and she just likes having fun and she's like hyper-feminist and just like a great, a great fun character to work with. So Bill was the heir to the standard oil name and money. I just think it's so fitting. Pansy marries for money. Somehow they, the husband is no longer a part of the picture. And then she owns this house and all of that money. Very Pansy narrative to me. Um, And then she flies in all of her bitch pack friends. So in the... Uh, fan fiction of Pansy she's got her posse, her Draco, Blaze Millicent, she flies them over they're all hanging out at her new big mansion that she owns Um,
1: so I think my mad woman will tie in with this
0: yes and then I said I had a marvelous time ruining everything so I just think that is the most Pansy line ever for her to create this whole narrative about herself. And she was like, I know when, when, and when you were saying it, like the I is like, becomes from this woman to to Taylor. Taylor. But in my version, it's like Pansy's created this whole story about this. And she's like, no, that was me. I yeah. ruined everything. I brought life to this nothing town. And I don't give a fuck what you think about me it is just so, so fan fiction Pansy that it's out of this world. Yeah. So that's where I was on. Yeah. I feel the- like it could be like a
1: second act for Narcissa if you wanted to also think about it that way. Because like, yes. not necessarily Narcissa in the books, but maybe like post her getting rid of her, her loser mm-hmm. of a husband. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she ever would, but
0: like. um I like both versions. Yeah. <laughs> I I love a version where Narcissa lives her best life gets a nice hot young thing just to have as her plaything, and she's like I'm done with you Lucius I'm gonna take my son and we're gonna have a better life
1: (laughs) yeah um I really I for some reason when I like the very first time I listened to to this song I like didn't like it that much because I think I was so into like that first song and it's very different vibe but like now like listening to it much more I like really love this song and I don't know what I think it was just like a little jarring like those those
0: yeah but um the shift is jarring um my friend Megan who will be listening to this episode because she's the one that like really got me into this album um she said that this song reminds her of Zelda Fitzgerald and I really love that it does have that vibe
1: oh no, that was the first song. I was like there is a song that mentions the 20s but I think that's yeah. the song. it is
0: roaring 20s and yeah, yeah but so cool. this song does remind me of Zelda Fitzgerald I
1: mean the last American dynasty I mean come on right I just that what a great name for a song especially like right now like I don't know I just love it yeah, it's got it's the South, And like Taylor's from the South, like she's from Tennessee. Like I just love it, even though this is like Rhode Island, but
0: still it's like. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think it's so, she creates this whole, now I'm not even talking about Harry Potter, but she creates this whole narrative, this like, they called it holiday house. Like it just, it's such a clear story. You know exactly what kind of people she's talking about. Like it just, this was a first, one of the first ones for me. So the first song, I definitely thought of Jenny right away in terms of what made me want to do this Harry Potter thing. And then this song instantly made me think of Pansy. And I think it's because of that, like bringing all your friends into this house. This, yeah. like, it just instantly, this was one of the first ones. I didn't have to like work hard to figure it out. Like I was just listening to it without even thinking about Harry Potter. And it might help that I'm writing a Pansy Jenny fan fiction right now. So like she's close on my brain. But I was like, oh my God, these characters are perfect. I was trying to think of other characters, like other
1: female characters where this could apply to. And I started to go down a path of like, what if this like turned out to be Fleur? Like she, and I was like, I kind of went down that path. I was like, I don't actually think she would like fuck shit up or like whatever. But yeah. like, it was interesting to play with because especially because she has a bad reputation Mm-hmm. And I think people would perceive her as like, oh, she's she pulled in all of her bitch friends and like, when that's not, not the reality. So I kind of like went into like Taylor's view of like, this is unfair of how this woman's being treated. Yeah. I like, I kind of feel like that could be Fleur, but I don't think Fleur really fits. It was just like one of my other like... I think it can fit. Like if you said something like, there
0: goes the last great acceptable Weasley, <laughs> you know? Like, she comes in, and she ruins their, like, vibe. Yeah. And, like but, like, that inter- Huh? I don't
1: like that narrative. I don't like it either, yeah. but it, that
0: is how she's perceived when she starts to come into the family. It's like, she doesn't fit like the rest of them do. She's not the easygoing, laid-back, Weasley kind. Yeah. Like, I'd much rather have, like, a tonks there. Like, she's high-maintenance. She's high-maintenance. She yeah. Am I not pretty enough for the both of us?
1: Right. All right. Well, that one was good. Okay. So we're on to um, Exile, which
0: I had like done moving on. Same. This was another one where I was sad about it, but it came very naturally to me. So I'm very curious to see if we have the same one.
1: Do You want to say it first? You want me to? I want you to. I said Snape Lily.
0: Oh, we went in much different directions. This I is where I'm like, I don't ship them. <laughs> I have, I have Snape Lily in a different section.
1: Okay. But,
0: um. wait. Okay, so who did you have? You're gonna be mad. I think this is so Ron Hermione. If things didn't work out. Oh, okay. I think if they're adults and they try to get together and then they break up, this is, I, I, I really do. I see it unfortunately. And then this song in the album, you have to take notice of it. First of all, because it's the only song that has a male voice in it, but it's such a booming male voice. Like it's like a deep Justin, uh, Vernon, Verman uh, voice. Oh, Vernon. Yeah. 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 So it, it is like it's jolting,
1: yeah. That's and, it, and you
0: feel like when you listen to it, you feel it, my heart breaks when I listen to this song.
1: Yeah, I was having a hard time breaking up for songs like cannon ships, so like I don't think I did that very much unless I like like Virginia. It
0: was hard for me. I, I tried to like not make it Ron and Hermione, but every time I listened to it, I couldn't get it out of my head. I just I like,
1: did- For Snape and Lily, so I can kind of take you through what I was thinking. Please
0: do. Please do. Change your mind. For me, it's, I mean,
1: it could be romantic or it could be like their friendship. But like the whole thing about like, they're laughing, but like the joke's not funny at all is like, I mean. That's a very, James. That's, I see it. Yeah. Like you called me an MB. Like, that's not funny. Like, it's not a joke. Um, it like took me a while to like realize it, like, like her realizing that this was not like what was going to happen. And she's like, I've seen how this plays out. And it's not like the ending, like him becoming a death eater, like the path he's going down, she's like seen, and she like loves him so much. But like, she's she just sees how it's gonna go. And like, it's not gonna work out, basically. Um, I'm shook. And then, like, the like, he's just your understudy. Like, that's how Snape feels about James. But that's right. how she feels about
0: it. And, like... Um, Pause for that being just an incredible line. Yeah. I see you staring, honey. Like, he's just your understudy. is like, incredible lyrics. I just... Yeah. Oh, they no. were. Back to, like, them. Like, like you'd get your
1: buddies, uh, your knuckles bloody from me. Like, James and Snape fighting. Like, all that. Um... Yeah, just the whole like I didn't like the ending like really resonated for me of like I think that Snape and Lily at least would have stayed good friends but it was like we were going down very different paths and we saw like I saw what you were going to become kind of um, I absolutely love that. I like really love that. I honestly thought it was like we were going to both say it cuz I like to me it just like I thought it and I couldn't unthink it. Like I just I think
0: The reason I didn't go there is because this feels so romantic to me. And we don't see them be romantic. But I can see it. I can see it like this. And I can see it almost being romantic where Lily is like, you know, I did almost go there with you, but I see how this is ending and I don't want any part of it. Yeah. And I'm not. And the more you fight it, the more I'm going to
1: push away. Which so is. Signs, so many signs. You didn't even see the signs. You didn't see the signs. Um, yes. I, I don't really ship Snilly, I guess is their name. Uh, <laughs> but I do think it's undeniable that they had a true friendship yeah maybe it would have been more maybe it was more before she started dating James like I don't really care either way like I think it works no matter how you look at it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um I don't know I just I really felt it in my bones oh my god I feel
0: it in my bones now
1: um I I mean I see where you could um get Ron and Hermione at like post breakup but do you want to talk about like some specific lines
0: yeah um I mean we've brought up a lot of them so like we know Ron has like a bad temper and he responds with anger. So this, and then we know that Hermione would not like that quality. So I think if they did break up and Ron would become instantly jealous, he would be unreasonable. I think if he saw her like with another person. So I think I see that narrative for them and her being like, look, I, I loved you, but like, this is not working anymore and it's not gonna work and he's like but I still love you how could you just throw it away over nothing we had um we had like everything blindsided he's like you never well he's blindsided but she keeps saying and my favorite part about this song I first my favorite part is the opening I love the two different sides of the same story but then at the end it's just them repeating the same things, and they're never saying them at the same time. They're like always off because it's like in their relationship they can't even get on the same like musical line. Like they are always what like pick up. I didn't pick on that uh, up on that. That's such a good line. Or- and she keeps yeah, and she keeps repeating. I um there were so many signs. I kept telling you signs. And he's like, there were no signs. I didn't see them. And I think that's so wrong to not pick up oh. on her hints. And she's like, so frustrated. She's like, I love you, but you were not listening to me. Yes. And so I I just, I saw that I felt that part in my bones, but I would much rather it- be someone else so I just am gonna go with what you said and not have it be wrong in her mind the other
1: line I meant to also bring up it's towards the end I just looked at it I never learned to read your mind and he's like an acclamens or whatever and it's like oh. okay, you couldn't read her mind
0: like, so good
1: everyone it's a real Edward Bella situation
0: <laughs> okay there's one song. <laughs> that like I feel very strongly about my Harry Potter character, but for the first like five times that I listened to it, I was like, this is just Bella. I cannot pick another character. I love it.
1: Alright.
0: Um, shall we move on?
1: My tears ricochet. I think this was also kind of hard for me, but I really like this song.
0: I adore this song. And this one was really hard for me until I figured out exactly what it is.
1: okay wait I this is one
0: of my funny ones so I want you to go first (laughs) okay well mine's also a little bit funny okay perfect but not but um it's deep okay so don't you laugh listeners okay I think this is a song from the gray lady's point of view (laughs) wait is this your like minor character that's like (laughs) definitely this is also my minor character (laughs) Well, I have multiple minor characters. Okay. I also, just as I go through these lyrics, I also thought this could be a Lily song, like Lily singing about Snape. But I much, I'm going to just talk about my Grey Lady because I feel very strongly. Okay, so even on my worst day, did I deserve, babe, all the hell you gave me. So if we, let's have a little refresher about the Grey Lady and the Bloody Baron. So... The Bloody Baron loves her, proposes to her multiple times, she says no, he kills her, he murders her. So then I'm th- that in line, we're just gonna keep thinking about it. And if I'm dead to you, why are you at my wake? So they're both trapped at Hogwarts. This is so perfect, I can't get over it. Um You know I didn't want to have to haunt you, but what a ghostly scene. Need I say more? Preach. This is so good. I was trying to think of like a couple that like
1: one person had died and I was like, fret. like I was going to all these different paths. I was like, it's not working because like, this is like anguish and this is so good, Alex. I wish I had thought of this. Thank you. I'm s- I was Alex, like, everyone needs to hear you interpret this song. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting, but I'm just, I'm
0: on the floor. I'm floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, Um, and you can aim for my heart, go for blood, but you will miss me in your bones. Oh my, yeah, he like got her in the stomach. Yes. And when you can't sleep at night, and then it's in parentheses because it's like a ghostly voice in the soundtrack. It says, you hear my stolen lullabies because he kills her like at her youth and he is haunted by it. And then there's clear lines like, you had killed me, but I killed you just the same. Because after he kills her, he feels so bad he kills himself. And then he said, and then she says, you turned into your worst fears.
1: Yes. Also, there's like the jewelry reference, which isn't direct, but I love it. Yes.
0: Yes. About, yes, the diadem and everything. I just... I when I first thought of the gray lady I was like oh my and this has such an this song has such like an eerie like sound to it like she's filled with such rage and it's just kind of calm
1: so good I wish I had gone first now because I don't want to follow this up
0: no please I want to
1: hear well this is funny I (laughs) so we're in the sixth book, and um a certain lavender brown and ron weasley just got together and in my opinion this is lavender post breakup very upset the only one upset and she's got her own monologue about it i said this to griffin and he was like this is the best like he was even like on board with this read
0: I'm on board with it. This. this because another read of this song is that it's so dramatic like <laughs> so
1: dramatic and I was like who would possibly be this dramatic and lavender lavender brown um I don't have like a lines for this I just have that she's just like I loved you and how dare you <laughs> like it's not like as good as yours it's just funny
0: no, but I'm leaving out some key lines, so I'm gonna point up some lines that help your story. Because okay. um, I loved you, I swear I loved you till my dying day. Yes, we gather here, we line up weeping in a sunset room, and if I'm on fire, you'll be made of ashes. Too. I can see her saying, "Look at how my tears ricochet <laughs> day. because Rod has said Hermione's name in the hospital room it's such melodrama I love it um um you wear the jewels that I gave you the (laughs) necklace (laughs) one one um, and then I just think this is something lavender would say cursing my name wishing I stay yeah, that's exactly what
1: and I in my mind she thinks that Ron's not over it so like it's in right. her head that he's like you're so pining after me when he's like clearly not um but yeah I just loved this like lavender getting her moment I'm I'm picturing this as a musical yes same it's She's a musical a minor. character Um, but she gets this, like, really strong, like, first act, end of first act, like, ballad. Not the end of the first act, but, like, towards the end.
0: To the end. And, um, this is happening as she, in the movies, is, like, placing her silverware on the table. And it's, she's looking at them. So, let's set the scene. Yes. It's Glee. It's Harry Potter, but it's Glee.
1: And she's, like like trampsing down the like great hall like
0: throwing yes she's looking at them the scene goes between like her with the silverware staring at them angrily to them like in her head where she's having this full high definition song in her head staring at them and she is angry and she says the line I didn't have it in myself to go with grace which is Again, so dramatic for the short relationship that they had. I know, I love it. I adore it. (laughs) Now, I would
1: like to bring it down. I did come up with a serious alternative.
0: A serious spelled with an I or a serious- Yes, in fact, it is serious spelled with an I. Oh, no! Oh.
1: Um, this- yeah, I don't think you're ready. This is um Lupin after Sirius goes to jail and he thinks that Sirius has betrayed James and it's like Sirius is dead to him
0: and he's upset. <laughs> um okay. I have t- I have touched on this in other parts of this. So I I'm like prepared for it, but I could sob instantly. This has been. Sometimes we're laughing and it's funny, but sometimes I thought of what who these characters would be, and I have literally started crying. Yeah, well, I really
1: did get upset, like thinking about it, because anytime I think about how Lupin, even if it's not sorry, even if it's just like pure friendship, like their friendship, yeah, that, that he thinks that Sirius would turn his back on James like that and like be responsible for James and Lily's death is heartbreaking to like a degree that's like like can't touch it. Like
0: it's devastating. Um and like
1: it's not really a lupin song. Like he's not gonna throw a fit. He will go out with Grace. But I was just thinking about like somebody that had was betrayed in love like that. And I was thinking about yeah like somebody he's like dead to me was like I was trying to think of somebody that's like dead to me and that's what I came up with yeah um so that was my serious note but it doesn't fit as well as I think lavender
0: <laughs> so lavender and I think gray lady are perfect they're both oh perfect. my god that was like there's nothing compared to that no I think they're both perfect in their own way like so but good like, I, mean, the ghost stuff, I like I don't now
1: that you've said it, I'm like, oh my God, of course. Like, I didn't even think about an actual ghost. Well,
0: there's there's such a, it's such a minor thing, but I also think about it a lot because I know she's she who must not be named, but I think it's really cool how she has created that whole narrative in the background that we had never even seen. It's the kind of world building I love. And it's like Founders era, which is so cool. I have another Founders era in here, okay. I'm
1: shook already. <laughs> also, I feel like I'm yelling into my computer.
0: Same. But I also knew I was gonna be like this. What I tell you, I was driving home, obviously listening to the soundtrack, and I feel like people in the cars next to me thought I was crazy because I was belting these songs. I had like a shit-eating grin. Like I was smiling from ear to ear so anticipated for this conversation okay uh when you were talking about like the i don't even know what
1: song it was that you guys were talking about but you're like it's like a side story charlie cardigan i I saw
0: this thing on twitter today that was um from the there's this twitter account that screenshots text posts from the relationships subreddit which is a hilarious place from people trying to get relationship advice
1: and there's this girl that was like my boyfriend's ex like sent me this letter being like like take care of him like I love him but like we couldn't be together and she's like everybody that I've talked to is like she was like an amazing person and like they loved each other but they just couldn't make it work and she's like I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this like she just seems like a saint and somebody was like I'm sorry but like it seems like you're a character in a Nicholas Sparks movie but like you're not the main character
0: (laughs) oh no so true, so true. like not you're a cardigan she's not the cardigan the blouse in the closet yeah she's that shirt that you liked for five minutes but then you were like you know what it needs the cardigan it was it was rough
1: you know it'd be more comfortable a
0: cardigan a cardigan you know My- what's not comfortable this corset okay. top okay so we're at ball. Yes, I love this song, but I felt a similar way that you did about the other song, where I felt like I couldn't find a Harry Potter character that it fit with, and so I went with a bold choice. Do you have a really good one for this? I don't have a ship, but I have a character. Right. Okay.
1: I thought that this song was the essence of Luna. This was the song where I was like, "This sounds like Luna." I agree that the song
0: sounds like. Luna. But for me, this is one of the saddest songs on the album in a way that I don't think Luna is because in this song it feels like this person's whole life is like let me be shiny, let me be pretty, let me focus, let me ha- let me be everything that you need. I will become anything that you need me to be. I will be the person that you need to fall in love with like it seems like someone who is just like ooh, hates themselves almost and is living their entire lives for someone else it's but definitely- I but I do agree I kept wanting to pick Luna because it just like I'm like this beautiful mirror ball is so Luna and the way that I know you guys have listened to it already but if you didn't go listen it sounds very Luna I I, I can point out a couple of lines where I supported myself. Please do. And I said,
1: like, maybe it's a Jenny. Like, I didn't give her a ship for this. Mm-hmm. But, like, I do think that in some ways, Luna is a a, a mirrorball for other characters. Like, she shines yeah. a light on other people's flaws. Like, she calls out Ron on what he does. She calls out Hermione on, like, her, like, flaws. Like, I think in that way she is a mirror ball where she's like um the one you know people see the who they really are when they talk to Luna I and, see that yeah and then there's a line where she, like the person when Taylor Swift is saying like you're not like the regulars but I took that as like the other person saying to Luna you are not like the regulars yeah. and I, and like they can't fit in like like, like, I kind of took it as, like, it's about Luna, and it's somebody singing to Luna. So it's, like, somebody that's been trying to fit in their whole life, and then they meet, Oh, like, you don't need to fit in, you're not a regular, like, you shine a light on these people. And I know it doesn't really fit like that for the song, but I kind of, like, bent it a little. First of all,
0: the song is up to interpretation, and I bend a lot of songs, too. Yeah. So I think that's gorgeous. I love that. So that's kind of how I made it work. I don't know if Jenny really
1: fits in. I would actually say maybe Neville, like a Neville. Yeah, I would say if in your interpretation, I would think this is like a Neville talking about Luna. Yeah, like he's been trying to be like, whatever. And then he meets Luna. And that's when he feels like he can be himself. And yeah. he's shining just for him. Like, he's spinning in his high heels, because he learns to dance. Oh my god, I love that. I want it to be a duet, uh, Abby. Like it's not just Luna singing, but like I kind I just it felt so Luna to me. I wanted to make it work somehow. And I didn't think about
0: Neville till now, but I can really fit it in now. (laughs) No, I love that. And I really like that you've made it a duet. So the parts that aren't very Luna can go on someone who is way more self-conscious, like Neville. Yeah. Oh, I'm loving this now. Okay, so what did you think? I love it. Okay. So, this is very fan fiction. So go on this journey with me. I'm ready. <laughs> um, so, I'm not 100% about this. I actually really love yours better. But So, my idea in fan fiction, speaking of founders, <laughs> people ship Helga Hufflepuff with Salazar's Slytherin. So, yeah. in the way that I was interpreting the song, where Salazar is, like, obviously who Salazar is, and if him and Hufflepuff had a relationship then Helga, I can see, like, I think it's a very Hufflepuff narrative to be like, I will be the light in your life. I can fix you. I can change you. When you're feeling like you're in the dark, just look at me. I'll be your light. And I can see her doing that. And then and there's this line in the song where she's, uh, the, where she's like, um, I will, um, uh, where is it? Do, 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 do. Um, what was I gonna say? Just let me think of it. I'll be right there. I didn't highlight this one because I wasn't feeling as strongly about it. But um,
1: I'm still on the tightrope, everyone to get you laughing at me. I'm still a believer. Oh, no, Uh,
0: there's, there's one part of the song where she says, um, hush, I know they said the end is near which like you feel the anxiety in the song and I think this could happen like right before like you can see like Slytherin is like really showing true colors and she's like I can feel that you're pulling away and I can feel that you're becoming this bad person but please just look at me I am dancing I am trying I will take the rest I will you know that's where I got my Helga Hufflepuff (laughs) situation from.
1: I don't know about like the specific characters, but I love that read of like, like keep your eyes on me to like avoid this other thing. Like I love, I like that interpretation a lot.
0: But no, I love yours. I wanted to find a way to make it Luna and I couldn't like reconcile it. But I think just shift- sh- shifting that perspective really helps a lot. Yeah, because I was like,
1: clearly not every line is like Luna, but there are so many things that fit her in, like, opposite, yes, I already said it, but, um, yeah, this is a duet in the musical, um, yes, in the musical version of this, <laughs> we are writing, it's I duet. think we're, like, very early in act two, like, this is one of the first things in act two,
0: yes, I hope you guys are loving this, by the way, because this is, like, going up there in one of my favorite episodes to record, so,
1: um, I have a song that I was basically like, this is Epony's, like, act two final ballad. <laughs> and, um, I can't wait to get to that. Yeah, like, in my musical, because my life is a musical, I guess.
0: Um, it's not. I have any Vampire Diaries fans out there listening, <laughs> not, I don't know if, there are any (laughs) um mirrorball is is caroline's song in the saddest way possible like when i listen to mirrorball and i think of a person who's like i will become anyone for my chosen partner and i just want to shine and it deals with a lot of like depression and self-hate i think about caroline like when i listened to this song i was like Poor my poor sweet caroline whose whole journey is learning to find herself without a man. And it's Anne from Parks and Rec. Yikes. It is Anne from
1: Parks and Rec. <laughs> Big yikes. I mean, they have a whole plot about that, how she changes for everything. Changes herself.
0: Yeah. Um, in just to speak about Jack Shepherd's podcast, I've been listening to um, Monica and Jess Love Boys it's a very jess yes he is a mirror bo- he is a mirror bomb. he is a mirror ball.
1: seven on seven the most magical number
0: yeah
1: made for harry potter am i right i know i was trying to do a harry ship with it but i only landed is, on one thing
0: this is not i mean i don't see it as a hairy one but yeah
1: it's a wolf star
0: Oh, okay. What? You didn't say that? Well, I found other ones that were... I think it is Wolfstar. Let me be clear. When I first listened to it, I do 100% see your Wolfstar. I just used it too much later, so I picked a different ship for this. Love you to the moon? And... I completely missed that. So... I used to scream ferociously. Okay. You know what? I'm going to let you take it away because you
1: got it. You won. Those are, well, those are my main, like, it's
0: about. Can you picture me in the trees? Yes. Thank you. Um, no, I'm with you. I'm I'm ready to jump on the train. Also, like we
1: again, we were like texting and we were saying like how we did keep coming back to Wolfsara. I ended up like trying to change some of them, but it's like it it is a really deep love and a deep relationship that you get in the books. And I uh, I assume obviously in fan fiction, but like it's a really it's so much deeper than most other relationships in Harry Potter.
0: What? I was texting Love you to the moon and to Saturn. Big, big star. Well, literally. Right. Wolf star. But
1: so, and then this one it says like, um, our love lasts so long, passed down like a folk song. Like it's just, it's really deep in that way. Um, so that's why I felt like it was an obvious wolf star, and I'm shocked.
0: Um, I think your I house, think house is haunted. House is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> I think your, your dad is always mad and that must be why. And I think you should come live with me and we can be pirates and then you won't have to cry. I mean,
1: the I think your house is haunted is I was like, it has to be serious. Like his house is haunted. I don't even want to talk about mine.
0: It's okay. clearly wolf star. What did you say? No, I don't. I like fully just, I agree. But what did you say? I said this was Newt and Lita from oh. Newt's perspective. Wait,
1: oh Lita. Okay, fine. I thought you meant what's her name and I hate her character.
0: No, 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 no. Because it's um, it's all about like a a childhood love. So it's about like being in love as kids. Oh, I think the reason I didn't choose Wolfstar ultimately is because it's like I don't know you anymore, but um, but I still love you. Like, I still remember, like, I, I remember what it felt like to love you more than I remember who you are, which felt a lot like Lita and Newt to me. Like, Newt is like, gone off. He's lived his whole life. She's clearly living her life. But she, he still keeps that, like, picture of her in his suitcase. Yeah. Like, he, like, remembers this first childhood love so viscerally.
1: Yeah, because they do, although I can't recall your face, I still got love for you. Yeah, and I, and I, his face is so mangled from being a werewolf.
0: But even, that could even be, like, when Sirius is in jail. Like, he, like, is so tortured. He can't even remember Lupin's face. But he's, like, what's keeping me going is that
1: I love you. I love that you did pick up on this, like, childhood love thing. Because I, I remember reading that line, like, I hit my peak at 7. And then I kind of, like, forgot about it when I was reading it. So I yeah. love that you did pick a childhood. Because you could also do a I still think it works out. for Wolfstar. I, I still think it works. I'm, like, standing by Wolfstar. But you could also think about excuse me, Snape and Lily, too. I have
0: that note, too, where it's Snape and Lily from Snape's perspective. Yeah. Because he carries that flame forever. And he
1: is in the trees watching them.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah! And it is <laughs> a sure
0: is. love. Um, and then I do think the new and Lita thing does work for I Think Your House is Haunted because she comes from that abusive household with her abusive dad. So... True. Right. So um, I definitely would love, I know we said we weren't going to pick ones that would win, but I, I think clearly this is Wolfstar. Like I am ready to jump on the Wolfstar train. This is like, you've picked out things that are so Wolfstar. It's like the gray lady thing. Like right. I completely missed it, but it is like written in the song. Like I love you to the moon and Saturn. I don't even know how I missed it. Like when you said like you had a lot of
1: Wolfstar, I was like, oh yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> Um, um, it's it's so funny like how we both I mean no I don't I don't mean to like be like why oh you know? no I I think it's great um I still got love. also thing. um or hide in the closet then you won't have to cry or
0: Closet. or I just
1: But if you claps now that we talked about Snape and Lily though like the it passed on thing is like the always like that love does get passed down like a folk song like literally it gets passed down to Harry and like Mm -hmm. Harry really carries that not carries the torch for his mom obviously but like carries like what Snape felt in a lot but
0: also right like his Patronus like I can't remember your face but I still got love for you like you are no longer the person that I fell in love with and, and you're also dead. <laughs> but I i clearly still carry this flame with you. I carry it with me every day. And um, I didn't imagine we'd be
1: pirates. Yes. But I so many uh, with The Hogwarts and like experiencing magic with you. Like, I think it's actually a really yeah. read on Lily Snape, but I like the Wolf Star better. But I think yeah. it's was like incredibly accurate now
0: that we're talking about it. Yeah, no, I do think it's very Lily Snape from Snape's point of view. I think it works really well. And um, I may wait. Oh, no, wanted.
1: I thought it said wasted. I was like. Whew. I still got
0: that for you.
1: Um, uh, my, so we have August and this is me trying up next. And for me, they're paired together. Like, okay. They are wow. not paired together for me, but I'm ready. 100. So I want to go on your journey. Okay. You you don't want to go first with August?
0: Okay. okay. This pass- is what we'll do. Yeah. I'll go first for August, and then you'll do August, and yeah. you get them paired. Okay. Right. So this is why first Wolf star. Okay. So August, for me, is serious singing at Remus. Like, about Remus. I have an at sign. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, so again, this is about like, this is about like a summer, August, it's called August. It's about a summer fling, like a short fling. I am changing it a little bit to like a childhood fling, but like teenage. So like a couple years, a short in terms of the span of life. But I can see us in the memory, August slipped away into a moment in time because it was never mine. So I think in Lost in the Bed sheets, like slipped away like a bottle of wine because you were never mine. So I, I really think that is like serious singing about how like, you know what? Like we had this incredible time and I was so in love with you and then everything was lost and then you ended up with tongs and you were never mine. And then there's that line when it says, wishing I could write my name on it. Will you call me? Um, uh, Will you call when you're back at school? I remember thinking that I had you. So like when we were at school, I thought you were mine. Um, And then there are specific lines like, back when we were still changing for the better, wanting wanting was enough. For me, it was enough. Wow. Changing, Changing. The changing thing just really links for me with Wolfstar because they're in such a crucial part of their life and they go through a lot of change and obviously Remus is changing a lot and obviously Sirius has a lot of growth to make and I just think in general changing is a good a good thing for them and also just like they're going through a war their last couple years of of adolescence they are trying to change. So this song has a lot to do with like, um, moments in time and, um, and being like, uh, and about memory and about, you know, wishing you could hold on to golden moments. And I think because, the Wolfstar story starts right as things like literally disappear where all of their friends are dying. And right before this James and Lily thing happened, um, you were mine to lose is just a very, like, you were mine, we could have had it. And then everything changed. So that this is such a,
1: it's heartbreaking i i know this is goes against all of your wolf star sensibilities but you could i feel like you could also read it as like a serious james um mm-hmm. in a similar way especially because james dies not just because he's with lily but like him like leaving for good it's like this was a moment in your life
0: yeah Or well, i guess it a- well no it would just be a I have a James series as one of an options later, so
1: okay. so I
0: didn't. I did go against my Wolfstar sensibilities for like a second. I also have Wolfstar with that same one, but I also was like, I could also see it be James. But those friendships are so
1: pure that they're really interchangeable in that way.
0: Yeah, I. So what's so nice about the the Marauders in general is about a lot of their friendships are they're so close, especially that sacrifice they make, like learning the animagus forms and stuff for Lupin it's the friendship is so beautiful it is like on the edge of romantic anyway like even if it's completely platonic I think really powerful love you know and I think
1: that's partly why I've always been like most on board in terms of ships with Lupin and Sirius or even like Sirius and James because like I feel like I see that when I'm reading like canon More than the other, like, fan fiction ship. Oh, for
0: sure. I've always said that I think Wolfstar seems the most, like, conceivably, it almost feels canon to me. Yeah, because, like, I say, like,
1: friendship, but, like, even if you're thinking about their friendship, but it is true, like, they're even if you're just thinking about their friendship, it's, like, such a deep, deep friendship that it's so, it's so valid. Like, it's so incredible. Like, more yeah. than, like, even Harry and Ron and, like, their trio friendship. Like, it is on a different level. It's, like, it, I keep using the word pure, but, like, I don't have another word for it. Like, yeah, there's just something about it. Um, and I think it's because we don't get a lot of it, so it's it does feel... But well, what we see about it is
0: so beautiful. So
1: I just... Like, when they reunite, I mean, I, we've talked about this so many times on the third one, when, like, Lupin and Sirius finally reunite like that, it's just so powerful. Like, I'm getting a little teary thinking about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is my, like, dreary grouping. And this is... I'm so excited! This is... But this is so this, for me, is Harry's song. I guess you could interchange them but I like it better this way so this is for me Harry he's like with Draco but he doesn't think it's going to last it's like a it is a summer fling because like Draco's is gonna move on like Draco's doing Draco things and so for him it's very fleeting and he like loved it but it's like not meant to last and I think he's blaming it on Draco in some ways um like you're pulling away kind of and um so but then the rebuttal to it is draco saying
0: this is me trying is me trying my draco solo song to harry it's so much beautiful thinking it as a pairing like yes, harry i song. do love it as a pairing but this is our first one that we've done like exactly correct. This is yes. it's such a Draco ballad. I can't. So this is how I'm picturing. Um, let me set the scene. <laughs> let me set the scene. I'm ready.
1: Now, I hate to bring up this musical because it's so fucking devastating, but this is what I thought of. A very Miss, Sa- Miss Saigon, like, they're in the bed, and, like, Draco is asleep, and Harry's, like, sitting up singing this, like, August song, and he's like having his moment, and then later Draco's having his moment. I don't know if Harry's asleep in the bed. I haven't thought about it that much, but like it is definitely like it's like them breaking up. Actually, you no, know, they're awake, and and Draco's like pausing the moment to like do his ballad, and
0: he's like, "This is me trying." Like I I'm need- actually tearing up, Molly. <laughs> there are tears welling in my eyes. <laughs> And he's
1: like, I don't know what quite to say, but I'm here in your doorway. Um, I don't know. It just felt so right that they went together. Um, And then I'm garbage and I took it a step further. (laughs) Please do. Yes. And I was like, illicit affairs, which is the third song. And I was like, I don't know what's more scandalous than Dreary. Like, it's the most scandalous song, in my opinion. And I'm like, it has to still be Dreary. It's a very different Dreary, but it's still Dreary.
0: Look, Molly, I don't know if it's because we are best friends. And I must talk so much about Dreary because my Dreary Link songs are This Is Me Trying and Illicit Affairs. I also agree that I think they are both so Drary.
1: I mean, I actually think Alyssa, if I was to put this in the musical, Alyssa Affairs would be Act One and then yes. August. And this is me trying as Act Two.
0: Well, of course. Well, of course. But Alyssa okay. Affairs is the pre, and then that's like them getting heavier. If we're doing it in a musical, I don't want to skip too much because I but I will for our musical just okay. because this is not what I had in mind for this song. Yeah, but if we are doing illicit affairs right after illicit affairs and Hamilton Burn style mad woman is right there yeah. from Jenny's perspective. Okay, I have a different person for that, but it could do. I don't have Jenny for Mad Woman, but I think if we're gonna do illicit affairs like that, we kind of have to do Mad Woman with Jenny. That's because I was also thinking about it as a musical, but then I decided I didn't want to deal with that Jenny, so I just didn't put it as a musical.
1: Well, I'll just, I'll just, I have like in reality Pansy for Mad Woman, and I would put it after This Is Me Trying in act two, that deep ballad where she finally realizes that Draco is not hers and that it sh- he is with Harry and she-, she overhears the song This Is Me Trying and she's mm-hmm. having her eponine moment and is dying, not really, but she's having her moment and that's the end of her end scene for Pansy.
0: Yes. But- incredible. I love this musical you've created. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later.
1: We'll get to that later. I don't, um, you talk about this is me trying more and then I have an alternate for illicit affairs as well but um, we're not really there yet. We're not there yet. But I had so, to tell you my whole dreary arc.
0: <laughs> so this, this is me trying. I have a different arc in mind because I just did different stories for each song. You're, I love your link, (laughs) um, but (laughs) your whole musical, um, in my musical scene, in my film scene of this version, we are in a a different kind of dreary. We're in a dreary where they've not had their like romantic anything yet. So this is, but Draco has been pining for years. So this is a, I gotcha. So this is a Draco where Harry has spoken up for Draco at his um, trial, like many have him do. Like, he's like, he shouldn't go to Azkaban because he didn't give me up X, Y, Z. And then Draco's still pining and Draco has like, obviously an alcohol problem as the character does in this book. And then one night he decides he doesn't want to do that anymore. And he shows up on Harry's doorstep and he's like, I just want you to know that this is me trying and I'm trying to be better. And I didn't have anyone else to talk to about this. But so then he just like sings this song. And um, and so I just have some lines to point out. I didn't know if you'd care if I came back, I have regrets about that. So it's like, I didn't know if you regret saving me in the fiend fire. Um, and then obviously, but I'm here in your doorway. I just wanted you to know that this is me trying. That's the like scene that I've set up. Okay. Um, they told me all of my cages were mental. Very Draco. Also, so got, way,
1: is it raining for you? Because it's raining.
0: For it's me. raining for me. It is <laughs> raining. <laughs> they told me all of my cages were mental. So I got wasted like all of my potential, Draco. And my words shoot to kill when I'm mad very Draco Eric Draco and obviously I have a lot of regrets about that and so like it's basically like it's pretty platonic actually like in from Draco he's like I am like it's coming from a place where he's in love with him but he's like I it's basically Draco's apology to Harry like he's decided in this sober mind that I'm not gonna get drunk tonight I'm just gonna go apologize to Harry Potter um and, and I ended up behind all my <laughs> hermione <laughs> I ended up here pouring out my heart to a stranger.
1: Oh, I do like that for your narrative better than mine. Uh, That's a really good way of putting it.
0: But I didn't pour the whiskey, you know. Um, It's hard to be anywhere these days when all I want is you. You're a flashback in a film reel on the screen of my town. So that's like an aside to the audience, not to Harry, but, like, I can see Draco being, like, realizing in this sober moment that he's, like, I have just realized that I have shaped my entire childhood about trying to get your attention. And so when I look back on my, like, film 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 reel of my life, all I see is you. And that is all I have to say. But I just think the narrative of this is me trying is so draco I know we both read that so hard i love it i just wanted you to know i
1: yeah i i don't know if i explained it well like why i linked them but for me it like those songs kind of go back to back like where harry's thinking like this is not like going to last because of draco and that it's like he's really in it but like he doesn't think draco's in it and then draco's trying to explain to him I'm I'm in it. it. I'm trying. This is me trying. And it's not just a fling. um, But I just...
0: I also see that, like, Draco not being able, because Draco would also really be guarding his heart. He would be like, I can't put my all of my emotions out there like you Gryffindors okay I have to protect myself because if this ends wrong and so Draco's like look I need you to like know my
1: way this
0: is my this is how
1: I'm doing the best that I can this is me trying but your interpretation I have a perfect visual of it like it is dance singing in the rain like it is I get it
0: No, I, I love both. And I just, I feel so vindicated that we have both chosen Draco. You, Yeah, this is
1: entirely your fault and no one's mad about it. <laughs> um, um, I, mean, I, have- I had to do Drarry, like, especially because it's about, like, tumultuous relationships. Like, what's a more tumultuous relationship than? For- right,
0: of course. They... That's why so many people write about them. They have so much plot potential. Like, no matter what way you look at them, they're never going to be just, like, this easy couple. Like, you have to work for them. I almost
1: did a Hermione Draco, but every time I did, I was like, it actually makes more... It's more fun having it be Harry
0: because they kind of fill a similar role. Oh, yeah. I did not acknowledge Hermione either in any of these. And... I'm sorry. That's the dreary in me. Yeah. Well, so I, the first time I listened
1: through, I didn't like think about specific ships. I was just like, I'm going to just think about what comes first. And then I like looked up some ships afterward just to like, see if I was like, Oh, I didn't even think about this like dynamic, but Mm -hmm. I didn't actually end up using it that much. Um, But I did like look up like most popular ships again. And I pulled the like top 15 or something just so I could, because I can be like a little narrow-minded with um, like relationships in Harry Potter, because I only think about the books. I was like, I want to like think about this in other alternatives um, for Alex. I had to do it for Alex, um, but I actually felt like I did okay on my own.
0: <laughs> I think you did a great job, personally.
1: <laughs> personally, illicit affairs.
0: Illicit affairs. So, first of all, so dramatic. It sounds like the title of a dreary fan fiction, if I do say so much. I don't
1: even know that, but I know that.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a title. (laughs) Illicit Affairs. And actually, I was a little bit triggered by this song when I thought of it as dreary. Because I recently read a very well-written dreary fan fiction where they meet and Harry thinks it's a friendship and they end up and he's with Jenny and he ends up cheating on Jenny with Draco and I like hated reading it like I started it and it's a very good thick and it's like over a hundred thousand words so I was like in too deep and I hated that he cheated on Jenny like it hurt it hurt me. I was actually genuinely sad about it for Jenny's first pers- from Jenny's perspective. And I hate when my ships collide like that. So it just made me very sad. Um, Jenny had a thing with someone else too. So like they weren't in love anymore. But it was just really hard for me to watch. <laughs> so I was a little triggered by Alyssa.
1: It doesn't help that like for your favorite ships you do ship them with their like book ships like
0: yeah so I
1: was like you just love the characters like and they're well done
0: yeah so I kept reading it I read it till the end but it really actually like it genuinely put me in a bad mood so so then when I started listening to illicit affairs in this perspective I was like trying to find any ship other ship for it to be I was like it won't be dreary Harry will not cheat on Jenny and then I was like oh but it's so them I also tried
1: not shipping dreary because I just felt like it was kind of trite I was like I can think about something else and I even went down a Snape
0: Hermione route and I was like I think I thought about Hermione too especially that part where it's like don't call me kid. Yeah. Don't, yeah. I, I was like, that's very Snomiety. But other, I like couldn't really
1: make an argument for it. I also didn't really want to. I thought about like even just Tonks and Lupin because they're like an age thing, but it didn't fit at all. It doesn't
0: like, fit with them. Um, so and I-, I- certainly wasn't going to have lupin cheat on serious never in my life would i conceive to put that together so uh, but i took it as illicit in that
1: they weren't cheating it was illicit because like it's they're gay and that they're keeping it
0: a secret but this song is clearly i know i'm like the perfume don't let anyone know I know that you're with him but like it's like this the lie and of- they lie and they, they lie. lie
1: it's so about cheating I know I know it is I just well and that's fine I don't know why I was like so resistant to that I think just because like cheating I'm like oh that's like the worst it's
0: it, <laughs> not what you like to read yeah. I don't like it either it makes me feel bad I don't know if it's because like I don't have like like we hated friends from with call from college I, I i really i am really like uncomfortable with infidelity plot lines like i i i don't know what that says about me but like i like don't like them as a plot point they make me extremely sad and extremely uncomfortable i remember when i was <coughs> watching parenthood for the first time there's that with the section name. Where, um, not even with the nanny, wow. that does make me angry. But like, I kind of expect expect it from Crosby. So like somewhere in my head, I was mentally prepared. But it's when the husband from like where their wife, I mean, her him and his wife, their son has Asperger's, or in the show, they call it Asperger's. Now I know that is not like an appropriate term to use. Yeah. but like in the show, that is the son's diagnosis.
1: So he has a low level of
0: autism. I'm this is not the point. Anyway, that couple, you know which one I'm talking about.
1: Christina and um Yes. What's his name? Peter Krause's character.
0: Yeah. So he almost has a thing, kind of has a thing with like the a woman that works for him. Mm-hmm. And when they introduce that plot line, I would sob, like, every
1: time. Well, it's also awful because he's supposed to be, like, the most stand-up dad.
0: Yeah, it, like, hurts. And so that's how I feel about Harry, is that he's supposed to be this stand-up person. But that's why I feel like Illicit Affairs, just to bring it full circle, is such a Harry ballad. Because this person who's singing Illicit Affairs has so much guilt about it like they're like I have tried to reason with myself a million times about why this isn't bad but it's bad and it's awful and I hate that I'm doing this. They hate it. But there are some there are some great lines in here. Well that's kind of why
1: I went I think down the we're both like dealing with being gay and like that whole like I, I yeah, hate myself which is awful but like that whole like just dealing with that part and like keeping it a a secret because you're so afraid of that.
0: You're afraid of, no, I think outside of it being in a Harry Potter universe, a lot of people have said that this album is a queer album. Like there are a lot of songs that have like a lot of like queer storytelling elements. I think this song is one of them it is then friend of the podcast also thinks that also so do some so do a lot of critics that are reviewing the album specifically lines such as you showed me colors you knew I couldn't see with anyone else you taught me a secret language I can't speak with anyone else yeah
1: Um, even in a darker way like what started in beautiful rooms ends with meetings and parking lots like where it's like in like you're not in a good place like you're you know in the bathroom of a club you're like in a parking lot like you can't
0: be in these like typical places of you can't be open with that. yeah like in some a lot of ways like sexuality or being queer is the illicit affair like but, against exactly. your against yourself against society against yeah yeah um that's how i
1: was reading
0: it for sure and for you i would ruin myself is i think oh woof. There's a lot to unpack there, but um, I love um, and I would do it a million times. So, like, like I think that narrative too. Like, or well,
1: want to build on that line? Sorry, they they show their truth one single time to me, but then they lie, they lie, and they lie to the outside world a million times. Like, I don't know. Right.
0: No, yeah, I just think. Um, if we're not going to think about it as cheating, which I'm actually really loving this like illicit affair being like your heterosexuality and we're not going to even think about it being in terms of a person, but, or to lying to who you thought you were lying, especially in Harry's, in Harry's perspective, like I'm the prophet, like I'm everybody's hero. I am setting a bar that I did not ask to set, but I am anyway. And I keep lying about it. And I have to keep lying about who I am, but it's not my responsibility to be in charge of the queer community of the wizarding world. But also I just keep lying because I don't kind of have to deal with all of that. But it's like, you're worth it. Like being myself is more important than all of this drama.
1: Yeah, and the the you taught me a secret language. I think you mentioned this line earlier. Like, I can't tell anyone else. Is like we have this understanding that I don't have with other people, and I don't know. Like, society has made me this idiotic fool. I mean, it says like, look at this idiotic fool you made me. But it's like it could be both ways. Like, you know, look at this fool of love you made me. Also, yeah. I looked like an idiot this whole time because I was like faking this. Thing. Yes.
0: Oh. I I oh wow! I just have a new appreciation for this song, and I really love that we worked our way here. But I, just a couple of other lines that I didn't highlight because, but now I think are nice. Like a dwindling mercurial high, a drug that only worked for the first few hundred times. I mentioned it like a little bit, but I do think that is a lot. Like discovering that you are attracted to people of the same sex, or like the first time even like you've ever like made that first move. In the first time you've kissed someone of the same sex or something, and you feel that, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is a high. This like feels like a and I need flood,
1: to it, uh, yeah, like a flood it.
0: of things that you've been keeping in for way too long, but then it like really only that like joy of it only really works a couple times until it sets in that like your whole world is shifting. It, it, I
1: think it also like raises the stakes, like um and clandestine meetings and stolen stairs it's like the stakes are so much higher like I almost um equated it to that song um take me to church um
0: yeah.
1: that and which is about, um you know being gay and like which I didn't know when that song first came out that that was what it was talking about but like listening to it now it's like the stakes are so high and it, like the lyrics aren't the same but it kind of has that same like movement to to me when I was listening to it, it I kind yeah. of related it so actually even though I like I think I knew it was about cheating like my mind went more to the like um like queerness of it and like the illicitness of that um purpose. no
0: I, I um I mean I really doubled down on it being about cheating before but I'm gonna take that back now and I <laughs>
1: Sorry, I think I was also thinking about it from Harry Potter ships and like the idea of illicit affairs, like other than like doing like a student teacher or like a, a young person and an adult, I didn't know another example because we don't see cheating. Right.
0: In the book. I love that. Oh, wow. That and it really like makes me like this journey because in my original head, this was a very different kind of dreary than our my previous one. It's, like, a one that I don't really, like, I'm not proud of them.
1: Yeah. Well, and it goes with my other two with them. So yes. this is the first one where yeah. it's produced, and then it's, like, Harry thinking it's just a fling, and then it's Draco being, like, no, this is the No, one. I love
0: your musical better.
1: I it doesn't that. fit with my other stuff, like, the Ginny Harry stuff, which, on, I'll just be honest, like, for the album, it opens and closes the show in some ways, but... Oh, um, interesting. Which I guess if you want to go really dark with the show, it's like a uh, Harry and Ginny and like this Draco thing is in the middle, but like, I don't actually, I want them to be separate shows. I'm with you. I want to separate. <laughs>
0: I'm just, I was in such a mode of like, I'm just separating it all because every time I tried to link them together, I got sad. It's so I just... So yeah I just really compartmentalized and I think that was the healthiest thing for me so you put the
1: other person with another person they're happy with it still feels really sad because it's like those relationships are so genuine right and you're such a good writer that like you wouldn't have asked like that relationship
0: no I would, I always think it's better writing to write the person that is the other person as, like, a genuine, good-hearted person.
1: So, I forgot. I just looked back at my notes. There was a different couple I put this song with. Okay. Um. Also, in the same, my same theme of illicit affairs, but we're going back a few years. Mm-hmm. Big Daddy D and Gillette. Galette, Gillette. Gillette. Gallert? What Gellert. the fuck is his gallert? Gellert. Gellert. Um, and this is like the OG illicit affair. Oh gee! Which actually, like, I know I was just like down this jury path, and I think because I was putting it with the other two songs, but honestly, I think it's like really like this
0: for I think, you, I
1: would ruin myself a million times. And like <laughs> it is so illicit when they're dating, and it's like um hold on there is like a part um well like definitely like they lie and they lie and they lie and the like the don't call me kid don't call me baby and like even the 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 part about um look at this godforsaken mess that you made me yes yes and um oh they're actually i have a set i actually have two dumbledore gellerts and the other one i have more backing for but um, you taught me a secret lang- language I can't speak with anyone else. Is just a direct like them. Oh, for sure. And then idiotic fool that you made me. That's like Dumbledore speaking. Like, oh year. yeah. Um, I think it's a mostly Dumbledore song, but um, I think it could work for both of them. Um, but I definitely think it's more Dumbledore as a as a youth, which is just so sad to think about. Yes. Oh. Oh my God. Especially because he's like most likely celibate for the rest of his life it's like this was such a impactful it's like yeah it's triggered it's like it really messed it up. in that like he wanted to do it a million times but like he couldn't like and so yeah. he lies and he lies and he lies oh I forgot how much I like connected with it for this as well I thought about it afterward that it was um Dumbledore um Gellert but Whew, yeah Whoa. shall we go to a happier note Is this, um,
0: the Invisible String? string? Yes. Um, guys, just take a listen to Invisible String and then listen to it again because I know you're gonna want to.
1: It's the most, it's the only, like, real love song we get. It's
0: so, so sweet. God damn it. It just, like, makes me fall in love a million times listening to it. It's so sweet. It's so hopeful. Like, I... Like even me, I don't have a love right now, but it just makes me think. Oh my god, I'm gonna meet a person and it's gonna click, and I'm gonna feel like a million mountains were moved in order to get us together. Yeah, and it's such a sweet, lovely song. I love. I think the writing is gorgeous. It's it may be my favorite song in the album. I just love it. Um,
1: uh, well, who did you give this OG love song to? I gave it to the
0: OG love. I gave it to James and Lily. Same, same. And I. It makes so much sense. It makes so much sense, guys. This is a song about magic coming into play and making two people end up together. They are magically linked. They They're connected. Create, they create Harry Potter. They create the prophecy that world literally rewrote itself so that they could create the savior of the wizarding world. They are the invisible string couple. Okay.
1: even, Even more than that, like they're just like tied to each other in this like, again, no, I agree.
0: Like aside from that.
1: Yeah. But like the, like you're tied to me, like, obviously it's called invisible string, but it's like, they are like, even though James is a dumbass, like they just keep coming back to each other and somewhat something wrapped all of my past mistakes in Barb Breyer. That's Oh, so James, I think it's a duet, first of all. Yes, yeah, same. Chains Around My Demons. I just, uh, one single thread of gold
0: tied me to you. Uh, gold, a gold snitch. For- <laughs> <laughs> But I just, oh, it's so beautiful. And I, I love that it's, like, about how it's, like, who would have thought? Because I think those parts where it's, like, isn't it incredible to think that? Because Lily was, like, I would never be with James. And then she was, like, did? I, and I love the line where it's, like, were there clues I didn't see? Like, what was this that like how did this happen time, and, time. Like, curious time time like look how time made me go from hating you to seeing you as someone that I could spend the rest of my life and they have such like a, a not like a shotgun like love but they fall in love so quickly because they got and, together like they get yeah them. they get married in the se- they find each other in the seventh and they get married right after the seventh like they have such a like they found each other and when they finally came together they were like you are my person forever I
1: love the first line is also green was the color of grass and it could easily be green was the color of your eyes like it's perfect um and even like the like when you were 16 it was like yeah I know we only like sorry day when 17 it's like yes you could like totally interchange that line like
0: for sure uh,
1: I love it yes I think that one's obvious I'm glad we were both on the same page because it was like who else is like that
0: uh, hell classic. was the journey but it brought me
1: heaven it's a classic love story
0: classic uh no alternates. No her. alter I have no alternates. It's Lily and James and it's Jilly, if you will. <laughs> um all
1: right, we're at Mad Woman. The apex of act two for me. I've already said so I'll just quickly go over mine and then I'll let you go. <laughs> I just
0: <laughs> this one I have a hilarious answer for it but it's not the one that is like my final answer but I really believe wholeheartedly <laughs> in my in my funny answer but you I cannot wait do
1: yours first I'm mine surprised. is pansy as I've said yes and now I'm like secure in that it's for Draco but I did put in parentheses it could be for Jenny and that's totally because of you and I know you're doing your Ginny I would
0: never do that because if Pansy and Ginny get together Pansy doesn't end up mad right well this
1: is- <laughs> Ginny is with Harry I guess but I'm saying that it's Draco for oh, I- um I just like that she's like you guys kind of made me this way and like yeah. you keep calling me crazy so I get more crazy. You keep calling me like basically like a bad person so I just become more of a bad person. Mm-hmm. I mean I didn't think too deeply into it but I was just like who's raging this hard and like it could obviously be Bellatrix in a lot of ways but it, it seems it doesn't
0: fit because she lives in her madness.
1: Like, yeah. She doesn't care if people call her crazy or not like she's not a result of people. And honestly, in the books, I don't think Pansy is either. Like I think Pansy's just a bad person, but I like it more in this like quasi fan fiction world. Yeah. Um, the other I- one would be Narcissa, and it's like if her son was taken away from her, or like something with Draco, like it's like you call me creep like I-, I can definitely see this as a Narcissa song. I just I don't know what would be the like, trigger for it necessarily, but I definitely see it as a narcissist song as well.
0: Um, Like, if she was pushed to it. Yes. um, Truly, um, this um, song I like best when I'm thinking about it as, like, a woman who's been wronged in the press, which is clearly how, like, Taylor Swift is writing it. Like, this is clearly about, like, kanye and like john mayer like men who have like really bad mouthed her and she's like okay well like fuck you guys what you wanted right look what you made me do in an angrier like more like this is what happens to women who speak their mind right so i if i were gonna go real life I think it's like for all of the women who are wronged. Like I think Mad Woman is Hillary, Hillary Clinton. I think Mad Woman is like Monica Lewinsky. I think Mad, you know what I'm Monica Lewinsky, right? Like, so I've gone on a journey with this song where at first I didn't like it because I thought it was too angry for the rest of the album. And I think it's, it. I thought of it as a very similar song to My Tears Ricochet, but I thought Tears Ricochet was more subtle than this song. So I was like, I feel like Mad Women can be cut. And then I was like, no, this is about what the world creates Mad Women. Like, this is about, like, a, this is a feminist song. So then I really got on board. But um, that being on, that being said, keep thinking about how I said Hillary Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, my choice is Moni Myrtle. <laughs> okay.
1: This is perfect. Please, please continue.
0: I don't have any lines. Okay. But, um, this is about... It. This is about a woman who has been wronged and how they created a monster and how when she lashed out, they... Um, trapped her in Hogwarts. And she was like, these people bullied me and they tortured me. And I was depressed in the bathroom crying. And then I died and I got stuck there. So when I came back to speak my mind, everyone said that I was crazy. They called me moaning Myrtle and I'm a mad woman. <laughs> well, okay. I,
1: I will support you. Um, now I read flames each time I talk. My cannons all firing at your yacht. They say move on, but you know I won't. And women like hunting witches too. <laughs> Done your dirtiest work for you. It's obviously wanting me dead has really brought you to. Well, that's not really, but the first part of that was like perfect. Yes. I mean, I do think that the. It's like, what a shame she went mad. No one likes a mad woman. You made her like that. You did make Moni Myrtle like that. Like, and the fact yeah. that calling her moaning Myrtle makes her more moaning. Right! <laughs> yes, okay, perfect. We don't need to talk about it. I mean, I like, we can obviously keep talking about it, but like, stamp, it's done.
0: Yes, um, I also had a crazy thought, which was maybe it's like Mrs. Zabini, like Blaze's mom. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I was also trying to think like outside the box with this
1: one. Which is why I think I was like, maybe Narcissa. And then I was like, for me, doing Pansy was outside the box. So that's why it landed. I on. think Pansies are
0: really good choice for Mad Woman, especially paired with your. Um, oh, well, like well, Musical. Yeah. For sure. Um, mad
1: What a shame you went mad. I can see a Pansy. It's kind of like the Lavender song, it's like so dramatic. Yes. <laughs> It maybe it's also Laugh. She really it's she's like the Lavender is like the king in Hamilton where she comes from these like specific moments. The first song it's like also it's like too dramatic and funny. And then she comes back later in the musical. It's also very funny, but like so dramatic.
0: <laughs> so incredibly dramatic. Oh boy, I'm looking at the next song. And here is where I legitimately cried in a park.
1: Yes. So I'm so interested in what you're gonna say. But should I go first? So you, you go
0: first? first. You go first.
1: So I don't know if it's because you said that, but like I went big on this one. I well, did I-, I did do one ship, but I. So like, I'll say my ship first. My ship was like Tunks and um, Remus. Could be this. Mm-hmm. And it's like them dying in battle, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really sad. But then like the whole battle, like the song is clearly about like war. And then like I was also reading the note that it's like a war and like the war on the front lines of the COVID pandemic. Yeah. Uh, it's like what she was writing about. Um, and so I just thought that this was the final battle of Hogwarts. Like this song was just the final battle of Hogwarts. And that's that's, that's exactly the- where I went. And like Tonks and Lupin fell into that, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. I think maybe you sparked that in me, even though you didn't say. I was like, I, I feel that for sure.
0: No, I one hundred percent saw it as. Um, so I very. I'm, let's set the scene. <laughs> very lame, is it's very lame, is so. This is a group number. Yeah, and it's right after Harry has dropped is is holding the resurrection stone so we've got his parents we've got sirius we've got lupin and each of them have different lines and then harry is talking to them about um what's happening in the war so like it's keep your hel- more keep your helmet keep your life son obviously james um um and then harry saying things like sir, I think he's bleeding out. And some things you can't speak about, like all of these dead people. And then like someone's daughter, someone's mother, we've got like Harry, like trying to cope with all of this. And then the people like in the chorus, all of them in that resurrection stone scene are saying with you, I serve with you, I fall down, down, watch your watch you breathe in, watch you breathe out, out. And we know Harry's about to like, Say he's gonna go in, and it's like I'm here with you, son. in This always moment, and then first of all, this song has this gorgeous moment at the bridge where we finally figure out what the epiphany is, and I think that section where Harry is like talking to everybody is that that bridge really encompasses that feeling of what it's like just to see his parents and talk to them and talk to Sirius again. And talk to Lupin again, only 20 minutes to sleep, but you dream of some epiphany, just one single glimpse of relief to make some sense of what you've seen. So he gets this one moment in the whole book to really talk to them and say, hey, this is what's going on. And then they chorus him again about like, we are your soldiers. We're here with you. We're with you no matter what. Yeah. And that could even be his epiphany.
1: Like both like when he goes back and watches the memories and realizes what he has to do. And Mm -hmm. when he figures out how to work the snitch for the the first, like when he's like, I'm about to die. Like, you open up yeah yeah, for sure yeah you open
0: epiphany you will yeah exactly exactly yeah um but I just like started thinking about that like musical moment where they're all singing and I was like crying in this park by myself (laughs) it is
1: both um I know I keep talking about Les Mis but I just think it's such a good example of like it's both like one day more and um, Empty Chairs and Empty Tables. Like, it's both songs in one. It's, like, the battle, and people are going to die. My friends are going to die. And right, like, I, I've watched Fred die. I've watched Tonks and Lupin. I mean, I've watched- the hopefulness to it, but it's also really devastating. It's,
0: yeah, I mean, and obviously it's about COVID, so it is also devastating,
1: but- and I'll just spoil this now, but I I did pair this one with Peace. I do have a, a ship for Peace, but I also have, like, this is Harry with everyone. Peace, the song Peace is Harry with everyone at the end of the musical or at the end of the battle, oh, like, no. you
0: know,
1: with all of his loved ones and, like, oh, no. listened, like, it's, I don't know, I just, I went on that journey and I really paired them, uh, which we have one song in between Epiphany and Peace, but... Um, I can point out lines when we get to it, but oh, I yeah. was like final battle, and then Harry with everyone, and there's even I'll just I I noted one line in my notes, family that I chose, and like ha- that's Harry's whole journey is that he chose he has chosen family, and
0: yeah,
1: <sighs> that sounds like the song, like part of the. No, as soon as we hang up, I'm going to listen to the whole album. <laughs> I
0: out the now. Um also, oh, my bleeding now.
1: Any other on this? Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay, so we're at Betty, maybe one of my other like absolute favorite songs of the album. I love Betty. First of all, I need to give some background on this song. And there's some other fan fiction happening in IRL with this song. Oh, I know the fan fiction IRL, and I don't think it's fan fiction. I think it is canon. Griffin (laughs) Waltz had no idea what was going on. I was like, this is the second biggest thing about this album that's been happening on the internet. So Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Oh, you're
0: talking about that.
1: Wait, what were you talking about? Keep going. Do the Ryan Reynolds. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just say this has been on my internets a lot. This has also been on the, I know, I've heard this one too. Okay. So this is that um, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively have had two children named Inez, I-N-E-Z, and James both whom have mentions in this song and that they just recently in December had a third child that we don't know anything about, don't know the name or anything. And it's suspicion that the third child's name is Betty and that it's being concerned if it's Betty. I really hope it's not, but it's um, being floated that because she mentions their other two children, that the third child's name is Betty And both Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, like, put on their stories this song and, like, said, oh, my gosh, I'm loving the new album. (laughs) And, like, I love Taylor because I think Blake
0: and Taylor, like, are actual friends. They are. They're really good friends. She's been, uh, that's, like, one of the things that's been going around. I do think, in general, she named it because of their kids because they are close friends. I don't know about the Betty. But I, I think the Inez and James is too big of a coincidence. Right.
1: Like, if it was just James, but, like, Inez is not, like, a typical name you would hear in a song, especially, like, by Taylor Swift. So, right. that's the Laura I was talking about. What were you talking about? Let's
0: get into the T. So, along with the T that this is supposed to be, this is not supposed to be, but it has a lot of queer elements. This song in particular is very um under like intense scrutiny because for a long time people have thought that taylor swift is bisexual and that her relationship with carly kloss is what is being talked about in this song i don't know who that is me i didn't really know who she is either she's a model. And her and Taylor Swift were best friends inseparable. When they were together, people were already suspecting that they were a couple. And then Carly Kloss is now, and then when Carly Kloss got engaged to her current husband, that's when her and Taylor stopped being friends. And then now they don't speak about each other. So everybody is assuming that Betty is Carly Kloss and that Jade oh. is Taylor. Because Taylor Swift is named after James. a uh, James. James Taylor? Yeah.,
1: <laughs> um, interesting. Okay, I didn't know this stuff, so I so that's not- the real
0: that's, that's the, the tea really about the flavor of Betty. I love it It's all about like it, it feels very much like a women who love women. Relationship where one person couldn't commit to, you know, and it. This is linked with cardigan. So in the album, this song and cardigan are linked. So cardigan is the first one, and then this is a response to cardigan, in which the person who was using the cardigan is. Responding. And you said Linny, right, for cardigan. Yeah. So in true form, this is Jenny's response to Luna's cardigan. Um, And I think it really fits in their timeline. So in my head, this is after Harry comes back. So we've done the war. And then we have a summer of Ginny and Harry being together. And then Luna and Ginny have a whole nother year of Hogwarts. So for me, this is when they get back to Hogwarts. Mm. In my timeline.
1: Oh, I, I might be spoiling one of your lines, but, like, they live close to each other. So it's, like, yeah.
0: past your house. Love it. Love yeah. it. Yes. Um, so, Betty, I won't make assumptions about why you switched your homeroom, but, so, like, yes. they're going back into classes. Luna's not in the same classes as Jenny. You heard the rumors about me and Harry getting back together. I'm filling in blanks. These aren't actual lyrics. <laughs> um, you usually can't believe a word about them about rumors about me, but this time it was true. The worst thing I ever did is what I did to you. Like I didn't treat you right. Like I I did completely forget about you and I chose Harry and I thought that that was the right choice, but it's not. I'm only 17, I don't know anything, but I miss you. It's the perfect time. They would be 17. <laughs> um, and then um, I dreamt of you all summer long. Um, and then, obviously, then, standing in your cardigan, I've just fixed them together. Um, and then, there's this line about how, um, I'm trying to find it, but, like, you said, there's this line about her passing her house, and I couldn't breathe, like, just, like, Harry probably lives at the borough that summer, and they're all together, and, jenny is like passing by luna's house and she just can't breathe she's like oh my god yeah. what am i doing what are these mistakes and then like our coming of age has come and gone suddenly this oh no that's a different song boop, 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 boop. sorry my bad and so just like i think this song is very much like but i came to my senses and it didn't work and I'm sorry but here I am and I'm missing you and I hope that you take me back is my like end of my Linny arc and I, I did not intend to come out of this with like a Linny in game but I, but I sure did <laughs> um,
1: I love it I love that it connects to the other one because I did note the cardigan raft. Um, but for me this is Gellert's song to Dumbledore oh Um, yeah so like you heard the rumors about like what I might be up to but the worst thing I ever did was what I did to you slash your family (laughs) oh my god would you have me would you want me would you tell me to go fuck myself or lead me to the garden like you know because and then the whole house thing like they also lived near each other and like passing by like I was only 17 I didn't know anything but I do know that I miss you and hearing you read it just made me think that like actually what I think is happening is Geller is writing this letter that he's never going to send to Dumbledore right that it's just like him what he would like to say but he never does and he like I assume, always regrets it. (laughs) Um, Like, I was nowhere to be found. I hate the crowds, you know that. But, like, plus I saw you dance with him. Like, I just, um, I don't know. I just felt like it was Gellert's, like, regretful, like, um, song at the end there. And to, like, kind of, again, close the gap with the one earlier where Dumbledore is singing to him um the the whole regret thing I think was just, like there's not a bigger regret in love than Dumbledore and Geller, in my opinion
0: oh for
1: sure and like that that's like what this song was like what can you not like come back from and like yes I obviously like cheating is like something but like again like I wasn't thinking about cheating for most of these songs
0: no I think that really works I think that. I was
1: walking home on broken cobblestones just thinking of um you when she pulled up like a figment of my worst intentions I didn't Uh, know that one so much but now I'm thinking about just thinking of when she pulled up like a figment of my worst intentions and then as if she said James get in let's drive but um there's, like, a a second romance in there that's not part of this story. <laughs>
0: yes. But um, I do...
1: Like, that, that whole stuff, yeah.
0: But, um, no,
1: I see that complete. I dream about what happens when I see my face... When you see my
0: face again. And then, like, would you... Would you... If um, If you see me, would you kiss me? Like would you do it? I love that part of the song. That's what feels most queer narrative about this whole song, just in general, even IRL. In front of all- If I showed up at your party, would you have me? Would you love me? Will you kiss me on the porch in front of all of your stupid friends? If you kiss me, will it be just like I dreamed it? Will it patch the broken wings? I'm only 17 and I don't know anything, but I know I miss you. It's it very felt- like.
1: Yeah, it felt very queer narrative to me as well. And um, I think it does make more sense for it to be women especially cuz it's Betty, but I just felt like the Geller plotline was so powerful.
0: No, yes, no. I think that completely works. Yeah, but I, I, love I, your connection. I do I love it being my little Lenny I base. do too. I love it. They're both right. <laughs> they're I mean they're both I mean <laughs> all of these interpretations are correct. I want to hear yours too, listeners. I will love
1: them. I would love to hear it. We'll do another episode where we just talk about everyone else's interpretation.
0: So this is where, um, our friend, uh, of the podcast, Ben had his own interpretation of this song. So Ben listened to this song and was like, this is so dreary. And I was like, ready? Yes. Yeah. I see it. We've I think now that we've discussed, we've seen better dreary songs. Yeah. But I do see where he's coming from in the sense that it's like, you know, the same thing like stolen kisses. Like, will you make this? Yeah. But will you make this step for me?
1: Right. And like, obviously, Ben's not making the argument for himself right now. But for me, like, the singer or the narrator feels very lonely. And, like, Draco, which I would assume this is maybe Draco, or even if it's Harry, like, neither of them are necessarily, like, lonely characters. I mean, yeah. Draco a little bit. I think Draco's probably a lonely
0: character, but, um...
1: But, like, the I hate the crowds, like, I don't know, the whole... It feels more
0: intimate than a dreary. Yes, I. that's why I, it just, it personally, I like, I love the Gellert... Dumbledore thing because for some reason they like feel different to me than the dreary. but in general it does feel very sapphic to me like this, this song feels very like women who love women <laughs> and but, I think it is just like the Betty the Betty feel of it but I also really that right, that's the intention from
1: Taylor I mean
0: but Taylor kind is trying to play it off like this is, like, about some guy named James, and, like, she's because yeah. he's wrote characters for, like, this album, and I'm gonna call BS on it.
1: Like, this Taylor is-, is putting out, like, a, I'm a very straight woman,
0: like, vibe, but, like. I mean, she puts out queer songs, like, she puts out, like, we should all be ally songs, but, like, look, I did that moment of silence allies thing every single freaking year, and look where I am that's all I'm gonna say about that growth grow you know what that is grow we watched that episode I love I just the most iconic thing to come from insecure (laughs) Um,
1: but yes I love that it's women loving women song um for sure Yes, for sure. Maybe it's Taylor loving
0: Blake Lively. I don't know. <laughs> You're not. I I would watch. A, I would watch it a million times just to quote. We
1: all watched um the secret or whatever that sh- movie was.
0: Which one? Oh, the one with Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Oh, a simple favor. A simple favor! favor. (laughs) Okay, Blake... I really can't handle Blake Lively and her fabulous suits in that movie. That was, like, really offensive to anyone who's ever been attracted to women everywhere. That was some incredible, like, queer energy. I was so shook to my very core. I didn't know what to do with myself. It's like when I watched... um, the new um abigail Charlie's angel no, oh. it's like when i watched the new chart it is like abigail but it's also like when i watched the new charlie's angels i literally was watching the screen and i didn't know what to do with myself okay i'm at peace
1: me too. which for me is like the last song of the album and then hoax is like the credit song the bonus <laughs>
0: <laughs> of your of your
1: musical there's a credit song well i mean this is covid like everything's online right i now. see, I see. <laughs> it's your bow son yes i mean i actually really like hoax i just wouldn't put Would it you- at the end um i just peace is like obviously peace i mean come on peace. i already said one read was that it is harry with the world and he is like you know, Chosen One. I love everyone. I'm going to die for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, if all these people think love's for show, but I would die for you in secret. Um, but you got a friend in me. Would it be enough if I could never give you peace? Like, I don't know. It's just very like, it felt like a very hairy song. No, and it,
0: I definitely see what you were saying earlier about how it's like, him to everyone like honestly like if he's choosing like death he's like I would die for you yeah uh, I am dying for you I have made the choice to die for you this is like the note he leaves the
1: family that I chose now that I see your brother as my brother Fred yikes um is it enough and oh he's asking is it enough that I'm doing this and it's so sad yes it is Harry it's enough and he just repeats would it be enough if I could give you peace I know and he wants to give everyone peace like i <laughs> he's trying to do um wow 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 I'm gonna come if you're standing with me so this is also I'll just I'm gonna keep going if that's okay no please Um, So this is also my resolution to the very first song, the one with Ginny and Harry, where I said it was like them like during the split. So this is like them potentially getting back together at the end. And Harry's saying like, is it enough? Um, Because like, but the rain is always going to come if you're standing with me. Like he's saying like, it's always going to be this way if you're with me. And like, am I going to be enough for you? So like, uh, it's a little, like on a happy note, but it's a little bit like maybe no,
0: it work out. It's perfect.
1: Um. So it, and it it does also fit with like the very end of the battle because that's also when like him and Jenny like finally kind of like gets back together in some ways. Like he says, like your integrity makes me seem small, like because such yes. integral person, like. I talk to with my friends, it's like wasting your honor, and you know that I'd swing with you for the fences, um, sit with, and sit with you in the trenches, like, they're in the trenches right now, give you my wild. give you a trial, <laughs> give you the science that only comes when two people understand each other, like, I do think it, like, for me, it's both, it's, like, him, like, being peace with the, the community and getting peace with Jenny. And it really ties... That's why I want this to be the last song because it ties in with the first song so well. It's
0: who lives, who dies, who tells your story. But yes! Him. And so Harry is singing this song at the end of the musical. Yes! And he's like, look, Ginny, would that be enough?
1: Yeah. And I think also, like, if you really want to go there, she's coming in and singing, would, it, would I be enough for you? Oh my God!
0: Wait! Did Taylor intentionally do this? It is, would that be enough? Would I be enough? (laughs) (laughs) It's the same thing as Hamilton. (laughs) Could I bring you peace? Could I bring you you peace? peace. Could I bring you peace? I wish you could see what I did. The orphanage. (laughs) The thing I'm most proud of. of. Uh, But Harry is like, it, he's singing it to the to the overall world, but he's also singing it to Jenny the same way yes. Alonga's singing to the world, but she's singing it to Hamilton in the afterlife. I'm and when Harry I'm with you
1: at the end <laughs> or sobs, whatever that noise oh. is. Ah!
0: <sighs>
1: so that's my ending
0: for this. I don't know episode. how I'm supposed to follow that. But <laughs> Oh, but um I have a different read on this <laughs> I will but I don't know how <laughs> I will I will find a way this is my Lupin to Sirius song okay um I don't think it works as well as yours but I did want Lupin to have a wolf star perspective and I do think certain parts of this work because I think if we don't look at it in the way of like hopefulness yeah look at it in terms of like this is someone singing a song and they really have some issues with themselves like this really sad with your. it's (laughs) it's pretty sad so our coming of age has come and gone suddenly the summer um suddenly the summer it's clear and then as long as danger is near and it's just around the corner darling because i it lives in me
1: well, you skip the. I've never had the courage of
0: my the, convictions. my convictions. Yes, as long, as long as danger is. I know, but I just liked this as long as because around the corner, darling, the danger is near because it's me. It lives in me. Yes. No, no, okay. I never gave you peace. So, like, it's more like Lupin being like, "Look, I get it. I love you. I know that you love me. It is clear, but like." I am not a safe choice. That's how I is, feel about Harry and Jenny. Harry's like, I'm not safe
1: to be around. Yeah, re- yeah.
0: Yeah. Sure. It's the same. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. No, I love that you read it like that. The devil's in the details,
1: but you got a friend in me. It's the same oh, lines, yeah. I think. But it's so, I love that you, uh, like, I love this dual
0: perspective. Um, um, You paint dreamscapes on the wall. I think that's so, like how Lupin would see Sirius. Like, you're this crazy, out-of-the-box thinker. You are, like, full of life, and I could never compare to you, but I just love you. And then I would sit with you in the trenches. They're in the middle of a war. I would give you a child. That one's a little rough. I don't have... (laughs) I don't have a way for that to work. Other Other than the fact that I... Love my favorite way to see Wolf Star is when they raise Harry, and I think ruben has to be the dad. He has to be the like one who sets the rules and makes sure Harry eats on time and is doing his shit. Like, yeah. Um. So that's
1: um, a serious line saying, you know, he has Harry, right?
0: Right, exactly. And then family that I chose. Now that I see your brother as my brother, is it enough? So I was seeing. Ooh,
1: that's a. Mm. Yep. Mm. Um, I as- see your brother as my. Oh man, that's just like my brother is now like, you yeah, know, the city of brotherly love. If you know what I mean,
0: right? But then, like, you know, they both choose each other in a way. That's like, what, yeah, has- I mean, like. Like, Remus chooses, has to choose the Marauders, because the Marauders don't give him any choice. They say, we are taking you, and we love you. We chose you. He chose you. And then Sirius also has to choose, he chooses James, but he chooses the Marauders. He's like, you guys are my family. So that's where I was. Oh, I, I love it. I, No, I love your musical. I want to see your musical on the stage. I want to see Harry have his Eliza Hamilton moment at the end. I
1: didn't realize how strong of a musical it was until we got into it. Because, like, I knew in my head, like, certain songs as musical numbers. But I, it was, like, during our discussion that I pieced it together.
0: That's devastating, by the way, your musical. I I just I'm sobbing thinking about
1: this. It is and then a very potter musical in a very different way.
0: Why weren't we consulted when they were writing Cursed child? I feel sick. <laughs> I because mean, a- we're too
1: busy writing the Marauders TV show. Correct. Right. It's,
0: it's now a musical TV show. <laughs> I
1: We're co-writing it with Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay, a musical TV show, I think, is the way of the future. Or is it the way of the past? Here's what you missed on, please. <laughs> well, I was thinking more of, like, um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Girlfriend, yes. And that playlist show. Yes,
0: um, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist.
1: Yeah, maybe not future or past. It's, like, we just keep
0: trying. We just need to keep making them. I will watch every single one. It's Smash. There's
1: and a- these- oh, Smash. God. What a great show. There's not a- enough musical theater people in the world. There are. We're here.
0: We are single-handedly keeping Disney plus afloat. Us and the children.
1: Yeah. Okay, so hoax. I do, I I know I just said this, but like, I do think it's a weird choice to put the
0: song after Peace. Um, I think people don't, in general, I think people like skip Peace and get to Hoax. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think in general, the view is that Hoax is like the more interesting song. I, in our musical, I would never put a song after Peace. It, well, if we compared it
1: to Lemonade earlier, I think that was off pod, but like Lemonade ends with, um, fuck, I forget what song, but, huh?
0: Formation. No,
1: Formation is after, like, Formation's like the credit song. It ends with All Night. Thank you, Griff. Griff knows Lemonade better than I do. It (laughs) ends with All Night, which is like a very good ending song. And then, like, Formation is like a bonus track on. Yeah that album because really Formation came out before it because it was like a super long um but she tacks it on at the end so I'm just saying it feels like that
0: I also think if we're not reading peace like you read I think you're reading peace in a very uplifting way which is is great I love your idea of it but I think it's actually a very sad
1: song but even if it's sad it feels like like a finality that hoax is like a middle song like it's it's like about a toxic relationship, ultimately,
0: right? Which is, I think, the ending of this album, <laughs> unfortunately. All right, well, that's fine. Like, I don't, I don't no, actually. I just IRL, IRL. Similarly to Lemonade, now that we're bringing it up, I think this album has revealed a lot of Taylor's IRL relationship with her fiance. It's real awkward that when they got together and they first got engaged, she came out with an album that was all about being in love, and it was the happiest, loveliest love song. And this is a breakup album. This yeah. album is about breakups. Do you think it's about her past breakups? No, it could be. I, I'm not. I'm not. I am saying that, but it could all be about past, separate past breakups. But it, it, but I do think it's a breakup album.
1: There's a connective tissue to it for sure. Like I don't think it's individual. Like this is about Joe Jonas. This is about. Um, this is about. about I don't think any of these are about. Jo- I did okay, I didn't read the article, but I saw a like headline about like blah 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 Joe Jonas, and I was like okay, <laughs> which he and Sansa just had a baby, so
0: no. Sansa oh my god him and Sansa yeah um oh, I yes, so did
1: part her name so Zoe uh, Turner or Sophie, Sophie Turner okay. Sophie Turner yeah yeah yeah
0: so this one I have two ones that I feel equally about so I feel very like open to a lot of things there. okay
1: you you talk first because I feel like I've been talking first a lot
0: I don't think that's true. I think you're you were only doing that for your musical numbers, which I I and the listeners wanted to watch that musical. <laughs> um, okay, but please do share. Please, okay. share. please do. So track one is another serious at remus for a few different very sad lines. You mean the one? Huh. No, 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 no. Um, another one as in like I've already done a Sirius at Remus. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Sorry. So Sirius track one. Oh, no, no, no. So Sirius at Remus, another one. Gotcha. This, but this one is very specific time frame. This is Sirius in Asgaban, in that time where Remus has just believed that Sirius has betrayed James. So we're here and we're like. Stood in the cliffside screaming, Give me a reason for the faithless love. Um, it's the only hoax I believe in. So, faithless love, we clearly know what's happening again. Remus had no faith in him. Um, and then, um, um, and then, so I think the chorus is just very Wolf Star, like, um don't um, I don't know, I don't want any other shade of blue, but you, no other sadness in the world will do. So it's all like serious is like time in Azkaban, blah 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 blah. So this was my first read on this song and I felt it deeply. And then when I went to write my notes, I was like, oh no, this is not serious at Remus. This is serious at Peter
1: about james interesting please continue
0: so so um oh i love it i love it okay so my best laid plan your sleight of hand my barred land i am ash from your fire literal fire um and so it like brings in that serious still oh, Baron, It's barren. It's barren land. Oh. And then I do think, I mean, it's really sad. I stood on this cliffside streaming. Give me a reason. Your it's faithless very, love. Huh? your fabulous yeah. love. Mm. Oh, um, so, you know, I left a part of me back in New York, like I left a part of me back in our, like, in our childhood, in our friendship. I will never be the same. You knew the hero dies, so what's the rest of the movie for? Like, James is dead. I don't know what else we're doing here. Um, You knew it still hurts underneath my scars from when they pulled me apart. So, like, they completely destroyed me. I went into Azkaban and I was completely- Really, oh, yeah. it completely destroyed- it, me. it completely destroyed me. Now, wait here. This is the best one. You knew the password, so I let you in the door. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, that's too good. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um. Oh, my gosh. And I think this- Um. I think the- the outro is about James. So it's like, this whole thing has been like, how dare you do this? But I feel guilty about it. So then it's like my only one, my kingdom come undone, my broken drum. You have beaten my heart. Don't want no other shade of blue, but you no other sadness in the world would do. So this is like the thing that he is thinking about in Asgaban. He's like, yes, Peter did this, but James like you took James away from me and I have a part in that. And now we both have to like live with that. We both have to- It's so, so sad. It, the, yeah. the, the, the sadness, yeah. You knew it still hurts underneath my scars from when they pulled me apart. But what you did was just as dark. Like he's like, I blame myself, but you have blame for this too. You did this to me.
1: Yeah, I am like, Clearly this is an earlier mid-act one song. Like
0: of of of, of course. (laughs) It's act one of the Harry Potter series. We all still hate Sirius Black and then this song happens and you're like, wait a second.
1: I mean, yeah, even if you're thinking of Prisoner Escoban, like it's probably early in Prisoner Escaban and us as the reader don't know the context. Right um and I love it oh that's such a beautiful reading
0: though like it's sad but it's really beautiful Alex like that's a I literally didn't think of it until like 10 minutes before we started this like I was like I was like oh no this is not about Lupin this is about Peter a
1: couple of mine were I so my reading was Lupin but it wasn't a Lupin series it was a Lupin Tonks Mm-hmm. And for me, this was, like, a Lupin Tonks, like, honestly, where we are in the sixth one, where, and a little bit in the seventh, honestly, where Lupin is grappling with himself. So it's a little bit of a song with himself. And I do think there are, like, Tonks is in it a little bit singing. Yeah. Um, just, like, the, like, she's, like, the one saying, like, give me a reason and like, Your Faithless Love, The Only Hoax I Believe In, I think is a little bit like Lupin not believing that it's a real love, like that someone right. could really love him. And like, yeah, you could obviously read that as serious. But like, in terms of, like, I also wanted to give Tonks and Remus a song, like when I was- doing- No,
0: yes. I I thought about them too. Every But every time I tried to do it, I was like, I feel like <laughs> this fits better for wolf Star, so i all yeah. i felt that a little like, bit more, like, trying yes i do it. i see the tonks in this
1: one yeah um because it's about him not wanting to be with her for being a werewolf where i feel like in Wolfstar, that's not the reason if they're not together it's no for sure um so it's definitely like uh and like the you pulled me apart is like tonk saying like you pulled me apart like these you know it still hurts. and does wreck her. Because she's, she's broken. broken. Yeah. She's broken. Um, And, but then it's also Lupin saying, like, you knew the hero died, so what's the movie for? Like, you know I'm going to hurt you. Like, or I'm going to hurt somebody. Yeah. Um, and, like, they're both so hurt and broken. Like, the whole scars stuff, I feel like, applies to both of them. Like For sure. It hurts underneath my scars. And they could even be singing this at the same time, like it's really like they're both so sad being apart that even though it's a very sad song, and it doesn't seem like they would be together, and maybe they don't, but like I feel like it's them realizing how sad they are apart, and maybe later in the musical they get back together but um it and but like in the end, like if you read it from my perspective like the last line is no other sadness in the world would do so it's like nothing else will do we're so like we'll be together together. yeah so you could I actually read it a little bit like my only one my kingdom come undone yeah like you are my broken person this is tonk salupin you have beaten my heart but like no don't want no other shade of blue but you like I don't
0: want anyone else like I I understand the risk I see what you're saying but neither of us are gonna be half like I'm already broken by you not being with me yeah well you might as well be with me because I think it starts with her too like my
1: only one my smoking gun like he is a smoking gun my eclipse sun or you could say eclipse moon um yeah this has broken me down my twisted knife my sleepless night my winless fight this has frozen my ground like it has literally like
0: like if I, you thought I was serious before like I am I it's it's done for me yeah. like there's no other person for me so you have already ruined me so just you might as well be right. actually like reading it back it could just be a tonk
1: song but I do feel like yeah. there are some looping lines but like it for could sure be a song. um like even I, though I, your faithless love the only hoax I believe in like you think it's not real, but it's real. Like, I do believe in it. So.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that was my Tongs Remus. No, I love it. I, I, I see it. I believe yeah. it. I want Tongs to have her beautiful ballad about Remus. I'm going to think back to this when we read more about Tongs. I'm going to say, she's singing her song to you, Remus. Now,
1: so there were a couple of ships that I wanted to include but I couldn't figure out how. Well, so like one of them was G- Galette and Dumbledore, but I like obviously made that work. Most found that one. <laughs> I like, there were some that I was like going to, I was like, you know, I'd really like to think about this couple or whatever. Now, one couple I could not come up with was Seamus and Dean. <laughs> I looked for a Demis song too, and I just couldn't find one for them. Because the only like real love song is the invisible string. and I
0: like, thought about that for them, and that one's just clearly a James and Lily. But um, I, I love that we couldn't find a Demis song because so many of these songs, as we've discussed, are breakup, heartbreak yeah. songs, and Demis is just happy. They're not breaking up, so they're happy. They're perfect. They're having a bad patch. Like they're just good together. They're just good. They're having a good time. Yeah. Um. I just want everyone to know that my Twilight song is Hope, and this is my reason. It's okay. very dramatic. Exhibit A, um, eclipsed sun. Mm. Eclipsed sun. Exhib- is it eclipse? Yes. Exhibit B, cliffside screaming, give me a reason. When, Drake, when Jacob, oh, sorry. When Edward oh. leaves Bella at, in New Moon, Bella is completely catatonic and she goes on a cliffside and she starts jumping off cliffs just to see if um, he will her um so
1: god that is really devastating when that happens it it
0: is. is I want you to know that all of my like little highlights of the lyrics are done in like a yellow normal highlight and then for the gray lady it's done in blue I love it I was scrolling through and I was like I actively made the choice to switch from a yellow to a blue highlighter
1: okay final thoughts on this album what um house are we sorting
0: this album into (laughs) this album is messy man it's messy I I actually think it's Gryffindor because because hard on my sleeve it's hard on my sleeve and it's about like taking chances even if it's impulsive and the wrong one I think and it's ma- about making bold, brave choices. So I do think it's actually a Gryffindor
1: album. It's a lot of these, like, fleeting affairs and, like, not, they're not actually, like, they turn into these, like, really big romances. Like, yeah, it's very um, Alexis.
0: <laughs> yes. Are you speaking about Schitt's Creek?
1: <laughs> well, we were just sorting Alexis, and she's, like, um, you know, like, dipping my feet in, but then she, like, actually gets, like, really into stuff, like, she and she's, like, such a Gryffindor, although I don't know if we ended up sorting her into Gryffindor. I should
0: have sorted her into Gryffindor, and both you and Jessa were, like, she's a Slytherin, I think.
1: I do probably think she's a Slytherin, but whatever, like.
0: <laughs> um, this was the same excuse I used for her being a Gryffindor. Yeah, but I, no, but I, but yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's a very, um, I actually think it could also, there's a good, um, in from the opposite side of the coin, I think it's a very like Slither Door relationship album. Like I think there's a lot of Slytherin reads on it too.
1: Yeah, but I think you're right. Like it is ultimately a very Gryffindor-y album. I think T-Swift is a Gryffindor. I think she's a Slytherin, but. <laughs> I think she
0: was That's another
1: new- episode. <laughs> I think it came when it came with like all the Kanye stuff, but I think like ultimately she's probably like more of a Gryffindor.
0: I think she's definitely a Slytherin, but I do think she's extremely ambitious, and I'm not even talking about the Kanye stuff i think she is at her best when she is leaning into her slytherin side like when she is like i am an ambitious strong woman who will do what it takes to get to the top um yeah i I would also like to point up that this whole cardigan situation is such a classic slytherin move because she came out with this song cardigan and they already have the design for the cardigan sweater. I know this is her team, but they are selling this cardigan at, from this music video. They've released it all. Like everyone's talking about it. People, she's giving out these free cardigans. People want to buy this cardigan. It is genius marketing. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> I do
1: wonder like if, like for me, so is like not showing all of your cards and maybe she doesn't like I, I don't know, but like I feel like she does show her cards sometimes. But also, like this was a surprise album to begin with, so like that felt kind of Slytherin-y. um I don't know. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, you're right. She's like a Slytherin. I could see her being more Slytherin than Gryffindor. But... I think she's. I think she has a big he-
0: heaping helping of both. I just like seeing her as a Slytherin better because I think she has a very curated version of who she wants like I do think she shows her cards a lot but I think she shows the one she wants to see wants you to see you know like I think she wants to perform being a Gryffindor for you yeah. a little bit yeah I see that. Like, especially when she first came out with her and she was like oh my god I can't believe that I keep winning all these awards it's like you've won for three straight years honey you know you're winning right <laughs> yeah but I mean, to be fair, like, everyone who's a star has a little bit of, like, Slytherin in them. Being famous is a Slytherin-based universe. <laughs> it is about being ambitious. So maybe you're right. Maybe she's a Gryffindor in the celebrity of it all.
1: Um, it's a Slytherin-based world in that celebrity pool. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what a
0: great app. What a great fun app. <laughs> I
1: hope you guys enjoyed it. If you haven't listened to Folklore for some reason, go fucking listen to it. It's free on Spotify.
0: I'm sure it's on YouTube. It's not on YouTube. I, it's on Spotify. It's not Apple Music to listen to this episode.
1: All right. Well, please tell us what you guys thought. Give us your ships. If we didn't talk about a ship that you wanted us to... Tell us, and we will talk about it on another episode. And
0: all of my Harmony Shippers, I know you're out there. I really did look for it. And when I say really did, I mean I thought about it as an afterthought, and I couldn't find. <laughs> all right. Charmed, I'm
1: sure. Um, stay magical, y'all.
0: Mischief Managed. Bum bum, ba, bum 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 pam bum